Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. Mating matters. It's why we do what we do. I'm Dr. Wendy Walsh, a psychologist and relationship guru, and I've got a new podcast that explores the secret evolutionary motivation for human behavior. Mating matters. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Radio's Dirty Little Secret. And it's all legal. Are you ready for showtime? Break down, baby. Who the hell is this? Now, you have been described by your enemies as evil, insane, manipulative. Who are you? To examine it would be to like demystify it. dissuade you from that means you're going to come into money when your palms itch I usually do and then I dry it out oh come on I will hang it on a I will hang it on a clothesline (laughs) yeah that's right well I like it right next to a president's head Mm. (laughs) that's what does it for me it's like I'm porking Mount Rushmore. I was going to say, you're not a lot of Mount Rushmore anymore. Mount Gushmore is what I call it when I'm <laughs> at home by myself. Hey, uh, I'm Alan Cox. You know a lot about me now. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Say hi to Bill Squire, who's right over there. Hey, creepy hugs, everyone. Thanks for listening to and watching this episode of the Alan Cox Show, titled Allendon, Return of Jafart. Right. <laughs> is Aladdin out? Comes Tomorrow. out tonight. I think. Tonight, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah they're dude. doing some screenings of it. I'm going. Are, Are you tonight? going? I already bought my ticket. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm going to finally go see Avengers tonight. <clears throat> Don't tell me what happens. Here you go. Avenging happens. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of avenging. Things are avenged. Sure, good. Hey, Mary Santora's right over there. Hi, guys. No babies. Hold on, I got something right there. There you go. Is it a baby? <laughs> no, I usually get a, I get a pre-show brush and floss, and I was just running around today and get a chance to do that. Hmm. Uh, hey, uh, say hi to Pound Cake, too. He's right there behind the glass. Afternoon, white people. Happy Throwback Thursday. He's got his tickets for Aladdin already. You going tonight? I'm going tonight. Where will you go see it? Uh, Do you want to say so people can find you and yell uh, Pound Cake and get autographs? 
No, from, I, from Mary's friend. Yeah, I don't care. If you drive all the way up there and pay admission to see me, fine. Um, I'm going to Ridge... Is it Ridge Square or Ridge, Ridge, Ridge Park? Park Square. Oh, yeah, Ridge yeah. Park Square. That's right off the highway. Right there. Yep. Oh, God. You're right over there? Yeah, I... Punching the microphone. I had coffee on an empty belly today. And I'm like... Empty belly? Yeah. In my belly. In my belly. I did. My empty belly. I went and wrote. I was working on an article for a magazine. And I'm sitting and I'm having a great time. And then I'm just like... Wow, look at you. Mm-hmm. But All it's right. nice outside, and I'm in a good mood, so maybe I should do nice that more outside. often. It wasn't so nice this morning. No, some storm, like, blue. I, I came in, my wife's out of town, so I came in very early this morning to get some work done. And this, just all of a sudden, like, it's pitch black out, and there's 100-mile winds. And it lasted, like, 10 minutes, if that. Yeah, it's crazy. I was, I was like, oh, please let something happen. <laughs> like, I was like, let it be like a tornado warning or something so I can go home. Please let something happen. You're <laughs> yeah. already out here, though. I know. I was like, I want to go home. I'll, I'll risk driving home Half in day. it. Yeah. I, I'd set an alarm for 7.30 to get up and do stuff and go to the gym and make breakfast. And then I woke up at 10.30 and instead went and worked on some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> some stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Pancake, your morning job, they don't send people home when it's bad weather, do they? Well, if no, it knocks I was out hoping, the electricity. Yeah, I was like hoping oh, something would knock out. I was like, we yeah. I was like, we don't have backup generators, do we? We're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, come on, we don't have backup generators, right? <laughs> well, I'm sure they're going to be very pleased to find out that you can't wait to get out of there <laughs> know. at any given time. Everyone was pressed they up already the know. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was in that same mindset, yes, everyone right? Everyone was like, please, yeah. I just had my morning coffee. Like, it's okay if we have to drive back home. Everyone was pressed up against Must the window. Must be fun for management over there to know everyone there hates their job. <laughs> the management was probably up against the glass, too. They're like, <laughs> everyone was pressed up against right, the Right, but those are the people who are in charge of things. they got to whip your fat asses into shape when, you know... They they got to get you guys. Something happens like yeah, whatever. Ah, blah. They're fine. That everybody who works there hates their job. They're fine. Great. Good for them. They're fine. They can miss one day. We're good. It's sure. a call center. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They can miss one day. Now, if everyone had that attitude, pound cake, nothing would ever get done. Exactly. Right. I think I'm okay with nothing getting done at call centers. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't have so many. Bills. I wouldn't be like, oh, no, put that one down. No, put that one down. They need to call somebody. Yeah, but you guys aren't telemarketers. You're trying to put people in jobs. Yeah, they're fine. They lasted this long. They oh, can wait one more day. I didn't know what you did. Yeah, he, like, recruits people. Can you believe that? He you calls... just call people like, hey, you want to sell phone books or something? Well, like, they, they, they apply. Cold call. Yeah. Oh. They apply. And then he calls them and he does, like, he's a little. a middleman. I follow up. Does, mm-hmm. like, a little thing with them. I'm like, hey, I got your resume. Were you looking for a job? No. You try to oh, get them okay. hired at your place or at other places? Other places. I recruit okay. for on behalf of companies. Got yeah, it. they 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 uh he they staff with these guys and then he calls them. And mm-hmm. So you get all the dolts, all the people that are like you can't even make it through an interview, man. Why are you? Have I, you had those I feel like that's your job, right? You got to talk to wonderful educated individuals. <laughs> <laughs> you are so full of charisma and, and opportunity. Oh, and big careers ahead of glass them. Glass half full. <laughs> they're, they're bursting at the seams. They so, see the best in people. Their biggest weakness is they just work too hard. Oh, that they care too yeah. much. Their yeah. attention to detail really unnerves some of their peers. Mm. They've learned that too. They are so eager to go to work they didn't even get their high school diploma. Like they, yeah. they just right. wanted to go right into the work. For so eager to go to work <laughs> that they've got their faces pressed up against the window, <laughs> I'll be hoping that a soon. tornado knocks out the power. Man, whatever. My, my checks don't stop. I'm not one of them. Sure. But you don't get paid for a day you don't work, do you? 
No, but I... Well, then your check does stop. If you're not there, you're not getting paid. But I got another job. Now, if both of my jobs were to get canceled, I'm like, you know what? You cut your losses and move on. At both of his jobs, he screens people on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, He's He's really... He has carved a little niche for himself. (laughs) It is his calling. Ah. (laughs) Doing this off the bat. (laughs) Right. Now, Bill, will you go see Aladdin? Yeah, I'm going to go see Aladdin. I'll I'll probably take my kids to see it this weekend. Yeah. See, I have to see all three of them because I saw the cartoon version. I saw the one, uh, the Broadway play when it came to Playhouse Square, and now I have to see this one. Like, I have to. I'm not super excited for it, though, because I just think... It's from, not going to be from, as good. From what I've seen, just Will Smith is not going to be able to live up to what Robin Williams did, which yeah. is a really high bar. I was like, you can't but they do that. also like they they released a version of him singing Prince Ali from yeah. the movie, and it's like real slow, and it's not as extravagant. As he doesn't it should even take be. his head off and juggle it like they did in the original Aladdin. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you want that? What's the mm-hmm. point? You want the head juggling? <laughs> you want the decapitation uh, imagery there? Oh boy! Lackluster. Lackluster <laughs> is what that yeah. thing's gonna. Mayor's word being. of the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of lackluster, the new episode of Flicks and Bill is out, <laughs> where we talk about the lackluster finale of Game of Thrones with Mary Santoro oh, you and, Mary. Yeah. and James Douglas. So it's wow. a, we got two people on this one on the old iHeartRadio app. That's right. Look at you and Alan. If I get ten thousand downloads a month, I get <laughs> yeah. a little bit of money. <laughs> So, if you guys could step it up a little bit. Hey, guys, we're incentivizing podcasts. Yeah, like a... Like All a... you have to do to get some money is get 10,000 listens a month. No, not listens. Downloads. 10, oh, downloads. downloads. Yeah. Right. And then you get a $20 get-go card. There you go. <laughs> you can walk right down the hall and probably, get one of those. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah probably. It's a little profit sharing mm-hmm. there for you. Uh, by the way, we just got the word uh, down the pike that that Ghetto Boys tour has the cancel. They've canceled the tour. I hope that doesn't mean that Bushwick Bill's days are um, imminently coming to a close. Bushwick Bill is very, very sick, and so they launched what I can only assume was a hastily planned Ghetto Boys farewell tour that was going to come to Cleveland. But they have announced that that is canceled. So I don't know what the, I haven't followed up to see what that means for him. But he's got. He and Alex Trebek, you find two more unlikely compatriots, you'd be hard-pressed. But both of them are battling stage four pancreatic cancer, which is usually when you start, you know, getting your affairs in order, as it were. But uh, Ghetto Boys, that tour that was going to come through, is not happening. So, you know, it it could actually be completely innocuous. It might have just been because they weren't selling that many tickets. You know, could have been simpler than, you know, he's imminently dying. Let's be real. Sleeping with your teacher is hot. Just be careful if you're homeschooled. Mom, stop it. Now back to the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Three five one nine two. Want to send me a text for anything? I will see it, even if I don't respond. And about eight minutes from now, your next shot to grab yourself a thousand bucks. Tomorrow, the very last day to go fund yourself, but you'll still have a chance. About thirty past every hour today and tomorrow, starting with Rover, uh, ending uh, beginning of the Corey Roddick experience. Uh, so two thirty going to be your next chance. Uh, to win. There's a tribe game tonight that is 6-10 down at Progressive Field. Uh, on the heels of the announcement that Cleveland will be hosting the NFL draft in 2021, 
Uh, our friends at Destination Cleveland are doing a big tailgate party this afternoon down at Public Square. So that might be an appropriate way to do a little like right now? tribe pre-gaming. Three to five. Three to five? Okay. Is downtown today at Public Square is the big... By the way, we were out yesterday. I was out of town uh, but we were out, and I noticed as I was going through yesterday's show log that they kept running WTAM breaking news on the draft. I'm like, we talked about that on Tuesday's show here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how that's breaking news all day yesterday for them. They were sleeping. I guess. I think mm-hmm. the station synergy is getting a little out of hand, but... Um, nevertheless, the... Uh, I mean, surely they play promos for our show across all the other stations on iHeart. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Destination Cleveland is uh, doing their. I mean, that's where the news broke. T- yeah, that's on this show. That's right. Why didn't they just play our clip of Bill breaking the news right. on See? this show? See, they're cutting in with breaking news that we broke twenty four hours prior. I mean, come on. Hear that, Ray Davis? I'm your best reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, he's got a fedora with a little index card that says "press" on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Pen in his ear. That's right. And a glimmer in his eye. A glimmer in his eye. <laughs> and uh, he's he's out there. He's beating the pavement, getting the breaking news first. Handheld tape recorder. Yep. In politicians' faces. That's right. <laughs> he's kicking ass and taking names. Speaking of politicians, I watched a video of Pete Buttigieg on uh, Fox News. I really like that dude. He's I great. He, he is Great. He has very, um, he checks a lot of boxes, boy. He's smart. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. He's gay. I mean, you know, just he checks a lot of superficial boxes, but he has detailed, good answers for things that are very organic and don't mm-hmm. seem rehearsed. Because you don't know what's going to be asked they're, of you. They're, they're you know. very, yeah, they're very off the cuff, but they're still very insightful. He's not trying yeah. to give you a sound bite. He's trying to answer the question you actually asked, but you never hear from a politician. Right. I feel like he, the way that he answers questions is like how I, the, it's the answer I think about like two days after an interview. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they like ask how do you do question, that in the moment? <laughs> he asked me a question and then two days later I'm like, man, that's a way better answer and he mm. just has it. Like his, his first answer is the right answer. Yeah. He did go to Harvard. I mean, yeah, he's a smart dude. Yeah, very smart guy. Rhodes Scholar, the whole bit. Hey, I, but I, let's keep in mind, I'm going to go to Harvard soon. Oh, yeah, Harvard Online. Did you register for your classes yet? Yeah, I've been busy. Your what? Digital analysis? Digital, what was it? Was the free one? Digital pen. What? Penetration? Yeah. Digital, Digital penetration. penetration, I believe. Analysis. I think they're playing at the Agora this weekend. <laughs> well, he, he's already. He's Digital already. penetration of the analysis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has already, uh, in his actual real life, he's already done enough field work in that where uh, he's probably got the equivalent of an associate's yeah, degree. We could probably test out, test of, out it. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder, did he, he have class with uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Well, I did mentioned yeah, he was school. he was know. the 27th um, Facebook account. So he went to school, I would imagine, yeah, with 27th. Mark... 27th. Wow. Yeah, P. Buttigieg was the 27th person to sign on because Facebook started just among Harvard students. You had to have a Harvard email. Uh, to be on Facebook. 
Hmm. So anyway, so uh, our own uh, uh, Bill Squire, or as we have referred to him in the past, William Friday, yes. mm-hmm. is always breaking news around here on the show. William Friday! Investigative reporter! Living in a digital age, most people have canceled their newspaper subscription years ago. However, at 6200 Oak Tree Boulevard, there are still some idiots that like to read a big, cumbersome newspaper instead of just using their smartphones. <laughs> big, cumbersome <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> Yeah, they were cumbersome. It was such a pain in the ass to read a newspaper. I don't know that I've ever actually read a newspaper. When I used to get the Sunday Tribune, no, you didn't. And I would get it when I moved. Mm -hmm. I got it in Kalamazoo. I got it in Pittsburgh. I didn't get it here. Um, With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I got it. When I lived in Chicago, I would get the Sunday Tribune. That's amazing. How would they, would Why? They, they mail it to you? They drop it off. It's like the size of a Bible. Yeah. Uh-huh. A-Rod still um, reads the newspaper. On the toilet, no less. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I always like I liked the Sunday paper. Again, I haven't. I say that now, but I haven't read one in years. But still, I did kind of like that. I haven't gone as far down that road as some people. There are people who are still like, I gotta have the paper. Yeah. I'm not that guy because Sundays. First, it was a, it was a multi step process. It was going through it to pull out the ads and the circulars and all the crap that you didn't want, and then you pared it down to what you know, that was step two. And then you'd go through and go, okay, what's the next crap I don't want? I don't need the Sunday comics; those are gone. That's where I don't the need word the jumbles and the Sudoku are. That's what I did. Yeah, that's it. Some people like that. It wasn't for me. I wasn't a Sudoku guy. And then Mary's mom would be so proud of her, she'd keep them for years. Yes. Oh, my God. I felt like such a hoarder yesterday. She'd stack them up. And I do. helped a buddy move. Uh, like he took some of the stuff he didn't want. And I was like, well, I'll just take it to the thrift store for you. That way you don't have to deal with it. And I put a bunch of stuff in my trunk. And then I was out with a few friends yesterday. And I was like, oh, I still have all these Girl Scout cookies in my trunk. Do you guys want some? And then when I opened my trunk, I looked like a crazy person because I had like pillows and blankets and loose clothes. And my one buddy's like, do you live out of your car? I was like, no, this Aww. Like, I'm taking all this stuff to the thrift stores. Like, right. I look like such a... And I'm, like, digging through it to find old Girl Scout cookies to give that them. They're probably I'm like, all melted. Oh, they're so melted. Yeah. And I'm like, I look like such a crazy old lady. I have so many. All right, I'm going to take some. Okay. I forgot. 
I was like, I look like a crazy old lady right now, for sure. Speaking of your junk, the company Republic Services, they are the recycling company that goes through and grabs everybody's green bins, you Mm -hmm. know, supposed to have, uh, obviously, recyclables. The company is like, please, pay attention. We've given you a picture on the inside of the bin as to what goes in here. Mm -hmm. The word recycling, it's referring to the materials that your objects are made of. Recycling does not mean here's something that we can recycle into someone else's home. They're like, we find bowling balls and guns, and they're like propane tanks. They couldn't have made it easier for you imbeciles, so they got a picture on the underside. Paper, cardboard, plastic, you know, not, not all cardboard. I, I figured that out just a couple months ago when I kept my roommate got on pizza, got on my ass. Yeah, for you about can't do pizza boxes. Pizza boxes. Well, no, but you, you like no, you pull, them? you pull the. You can't have foodstuffs on your recyclables. You pull out the liner that's in the pizza box. Hey, am I doing that? You, I do that all the time, all the time. You pull the liner out, the corrugated liner, and then you just got the plain box. The but box is what you recycle. It still has grease spots on it. Okay, I don't think they're going to throw it away because it has a grease spot. They just don't want food on it, is what yeah. I'm saying. Like a milk jug. You rinse it out, you throw it in the recycling. Mm-hmm. These people are like, we get, like I said, the guy's like, we've had loaded guns, we've had ammunition, we've had dead animals in there. Like, oh, this is not what this is for. <laughs> Bring this back to life, you please. idiots. Right. <laughs> Can you recycle my cat? It started me thinking when I was talking about getting the Sunday Tribune. The Vienna Beef Company, which is the only thing I will use to make my Chicago hot dogs bill. Oh, really? The Vienna Beef Company. I never heard. They have recalled a couple tons of hot dogs because they say they might contain metal fragments. Hmm. Now, let me say this. If you are a true hot dog connoisseur, you'll work your way around some metal fragments, all right? That's not going to throw you off. Yeah, just put some ketchup on it, no big deal. Bill, ketchup you relish? son of a bitch. A little bit of relish? Yeah. You, relish is fine. You don't like ketchup on a hot dog? You don't put ketchup on a hot dog. I do all three. Ketchup, Poppy, relish, bat, 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 bat. Poppy seed bun. Where are you? What are you doing? Chicago hot dog. Poppy seed bun. All right? Onions. White. Sport peppers. Mustard. What's a sport pepper? I don't even want it. Tomato. Pickle, celery salt, I Bill. Think I was waiting for a celery salt. And done. But and you got to use Vienna beef hot dogs. You wipe all that stuff off and just <laughs> put, put ketchup, ketchup on, on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> wipe all that crap off and put ketchup on it like a regular. I you son of a motherless whore. <laughs> <laughs> that was Listen, I got that too when I live in Pittsburgh because Heinz is there. Yeah. Like, you want ketchup? Like, no, I don't want ketchup. See, I like ketchup, mustard, relish on a hot dog. But like an Italian sausage, stadium mustard, onions, peppers. You want all that stuff on a hot dog? Tomatoes? Now, I, it's a Chicago hot dog. What are you talking about? It's the greatest hot dog on the it planet. It seems like a lot. When I'm I go gonna, to, I'm it's too go much. You can't really taste the hot dog, honestly. It's when too I go, much. Well, you don't have to get everything on it. I'm just saying that's what's on a, a traditional, you know. When I go to Happy Dog, where you can get all this great mm. stuff on your hot dog, I go, give me a Chicago hot dog. That's now, if I, I use Burtman's, then I'm going no mm. ketchup. But if I have yellow mustard, I like ketchup. Same. Now, same. I talk a big game because you know it is anathema to to being from the Midwest. It's in if, your DNA. It's in your DNA. Yeah. But if I'm grilling hot dogs, it's always mustard, ketchup, relish. See, so what are you? Come on, well, I'm we're doing a bit. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> 
dummy. I'm not a dummy. Am I going to have to not go with the bit? You're the dummy. I thought he was taking a strong stance on his hot dog toppings, and I appreciated that. And I am I well, I am. That is a traditional Chicago hot dog. You do not put. You do not defile it by putting ketchup on it. But if I'm grilling out back and I just want like a quick hot dog, cook maybe, out, maybe, cook if, out dog. maybe yeah. if I'm even microwaving one, Bill. Oh, yeah. nice. Mm, that's oh, how you ruin a freaking hot dog. It gets a nice little split in it and shrivels up a little. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, your whole house <laughs> smells like hot dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That where, was where it looks where it looks like a corpse's finger. Yeah, yeah. That was an ongoing roast when I was a kid. <laughs> what? What did she? Did she? What? Nothing. Go ahead. Nothing. What? I thought a bird was about to fly in the window. Oh. It came straight at us. I'm sorry. I thought you dropped an expletive and I missed it. No, no, yeah. no, no. All right. No, the ongoing roast. Let's was... pull these blinds, maybe. <laughs> She's seeing icicles and yeah. birds. No, 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 no. It's so pretty out. It's so pretty out. Don't do that. No, no, no. I, I like, I like to be in a cocoon when I'm on the nice air. This is depressing. depressing. I don't like uh, windows in studios. Open that back up. No, nope. I like to be cocooned. We are... Are you serious? Yes, you ruined it for everybody. <laughs> You're the one that can't don't, don't know how birds work. First of all, the bird was coming wind, straight for the or window. we have windows. <laughs> you know birds or windows work. This is sad. She knows or icicles. Sad she knows how birds work, but you know windows work. Why would you close it? That's just we just I, told you why. Yes, I, like, I honestly it looks better. In I like the a cocoon. Oh, it looks better in the camera. Yes, mm-hmm. makes me sad. We're the first more uh, even colors over the years. All the radio studios I've worked in, most of them have had windows. Mm-hmm. It would drive me crazy because I like the cocoon, four walls, microphone. Give me that, right? Right. Windows. What do I need to look out? I'm not, it, all because I saw a bird. I know. All because you thought a bird was going to fly in <laughs> here. And into the window. Like, who cares? If you would have thudded, you then guys would have been funny. You guys would have yeah. been like, it would have been like, <gasps> thud, and I'm then a, it would have been a thing. I would have said, oh, wow, I wish you could have got that on like a boomerang. <laughs> a boomerang. Because that would have been bird super coming dope. out and going back and forth into the window. Yeah, hopefully, make a nice little splat. So, anyway, so if you're into Vienna beef hot dogs, and I. Still am. Uh, they're recalling a lot of them because they think they might have metal in them. Like a Hebrew National. Hebrew Nationals are, are great, too. Notch. And then, a couple uh, of Hebes, boy. Those uh, are tasty. What's the other one? I, I think like? that's Nathan's the only context in which you can use that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> throw a couple of Hebes on the grill. No, <laughs> Wait, not no. that. What are your toppings no. for a <laughs> What goes well with that? Gold. Gold. Alan, my wife and I live in Medina, but we took a, a day trip to Pittsburgh. Stayed in an Airbnb on Mount Washington. We had never been there before. And so I was laughing at the accents. We went to Permanis, and I read the menu out loud in my best AC Pittsburgh accent. Needless to say, no one was amused. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's yeah. such a good accent. Get a Capricola and egg! <laughs> Por favor! It sounds like it hurts a little. <laughs> it hurts a little bit. <laughs> we, went to the, we went to the Fayette County Fair. I got a deep fried Twinkie and a hot dog. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, James. Letter from James there. Um... So anyway, I was gone yesterday. I was in Michigan. My son had his baccalaureate mass. He's graduating high school. He had his baccalaureate mass in the morning. And what then is my, that? Um, it's Catholic school. So you go to a, it's the mass in the cap and gown. It's not wow. the gra- it's not the graduation ceremony. Catholic school, everything's a mass. I was like, screw that. I graduate. graduate. I don't have to do anything. You say graduation. Well, they're not graduated yet. They graduate Sunday. 
But that's another mass. They can't hold it. Like, I, hold I, what? My diploma. Like, if I want to go. It's Catholic school. Everybody goes. It's okay, not, okay, okay. Continue. This is what it is. You know what I mean? So the mass was yesterday morning, and then after that, they had this award ceremony in this humid, uh, like, room. Well, it's full of people and students, so normally it probably would have been fine. But it had gotten, from the morning to midday, it had gotten very warm. So everybody's in there, and there's no air. And a nice like little must. Yeah, yeah, so they're calling. And I swear to God, I gave myself carpal tunnel syndrome during this thing, because everything was general scholarship, major awards. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was. I was like the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip up there. And they're <laughs> the calling kids up. Like, you yes. press the button in their back. <laughs> yep. I love it. Because I'm sitting there with my ex-wife, and she's like, what are you doing? Don't, just ignore it. It's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Go with the dummy. Major award, general stop. acknowledgement. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Every, it was all that. I uh, want that to be the award your son won. What did he get? Uh, general acknowledgement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got everything. So, and then, uh, and then my daughter had her big uh, spring chorus uh, concert last night. So I got back home at like, Two in the morning. Mm. Um, I almost wish I had done that because I was in Michigan last night too, and I. It's like a four and a half hour. You were in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, you were up there. Yeah, by CMU. And I should have, because then I just woke up and had to come straight to work. Yeah, that's just feels weird going. Oh, you came back this morning. I came back this morning. Oh yeah, I came last night. Man, I had a great day yesterday. I went out and saw one of my buddies I hadn't seen in a while. We went to. We went and saw a polka night at a place in Tremont that I can't remember the name of. Oh, at the Prosperity moment. Social Club. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They have great, um, like, their fish fries are, oh, when you live in Tremont, fish fries are awesome at yeah. Prosperity. Yeah. So, well, I had not been there. I went there one time for brunch, like, years ago. And he's like, do you want to go? It's really cool. It's this guy. And he was, like, playing the accordion. It was, like, great. I had some sausage sandwiches. It was great. And then I went and had Mitchell's. And then I fell asleep on my couch watching The Office. Uh huh. a really good day off. Yeah, my daughter's way. In, I was texting Mary yesterday because my daughter's way into the office now too, and so I go, "Oh, my! You know, we were we had a little bit of time between uh, my son's thing and my daughter's concert, so we were just kind of kicking it." And she's sitting there watching the office and laughing. And I said, "Which what one is that?" And she told me, and then I tell Mary, and she goes, "Oh, I skip that one all the time because it's so sad." For the office nerds out there, and my uh, daughter is howling, so I'm like, "Oh, she's a psycho then, like me." Cool. She was watching Scott's Tots. Yeah. Oh man, is, that one's brutal. It's so cringeworthy. It's so it's, brutal. So if you're not familiar with the show, Michael Scott um, promises a group of kindergartners that he'll pay for their college as long as they graduate. Because it's like an inner city school where they have a low graduation rate. So he promises this whole class of kindergartners. Hey, if you make it all the way through, completely forgets about it, and then he gets like an email from him. He's like, oh my gosh, it's already been that. When they're all so, 17 years old. Yes, or, yeah. and they do this whole big production thanking him, how they, they always like stayed motivated for school, even though it was really tough, because <laughs> they knew he was going to put them through college. And at the end of it, he has to like offer them like, laptop batteries. Like, not even laptops. He's like, I don't have any money for this. <laughs> it's so tough to watch. I mean, it's, 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 it's one of those where you're like, no, please. Like, I get why... She's laughing at it because it, it, it is funny, but it is the cringiest episode of By that far. entire season. Season might be the cringiest episode of TV ever. When you texted me that, he was like, "Well, oh, good, she's a psycho." Like, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's it's still well written. It's still a funny show." But you watch that, just kind of like this. I physically can't. I can't watch this. Well, right now. but that's every episode of The Office is cringy with Steve not Carell. like this I mean, one. Not like this, this one. one. This is, one is intense because these kids are. 
so gung ho about going to college, and they're like, and then it's just ripped away from them because yeah. they can't go. Because Michael Scott's an idiot that thought, well, I'm they're selling paper yeah. now, but by the time these kids graduate high school, I'll be a billionaire CEO or something, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to pay for them to go to school. It won't be a big deal. And not, yeah. none of their families saved any money. I no, assume, because they thought, yeah, sure, yeah. free so ride. So he has to go tell all these kids like. Hey, I know they have like a, a dance prepared and mm-hmm. a ra- it's, I'm telling you, man, it's a it's a rough one to watch. And he knows he has to tell them. He has to tell them. I don't have any. Hey, anything Michael Scott, to give you. what you gonna do? What <laughs> you gonna do? <laughs> make make a dreams come true. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. All right. So well, I mean, I'll yeah. have to watch that one. When you yeah. said that that was the one, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it's uh, it's tired. Seller Tiger Woods. A lot of everybody's like, I mean, listen, time goes by and you really should, you know, evolve your thoughts or whatever. You know, this is a long time ago, this whole Tiger Woods thing, but I love how people were like, wanted to decapitate this dude and then he wins a couple of golf tournaments. They're like, Tiger Woods, he's back. I want like, to win all right, record. whatever. You used to hate the guy. I mean, I don't I care think either there way. different but... people that hate the guy than that were cheering for him. I think. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of people still supported him, but he just lost a lot of sponsorships and was dragged through the mud. I don't think people, like, I don't think his fans really ever turned on him. Uh, uh, they're golfers. Who's going to play scumbags. him? By the way, did you know what his real name is? Trent. <laughs> Lion. <laughs> I googled it because I go, what is his name? Eldrick. Oh, I knew that. Eldrick. Yeah. That's like my turtle, Sir Eldrick. <laughs> I'd go Sheldrick by Tiger too if my name was Eldrick. Eldrick. Yeah. So anyway, if you're a Tiger Woods fan, um, Wheelhouse Entertainment is yes, the Wheelhouse Entertainment is uh, creating a scripted mini series about Tiger Woods. I don't know when it's going to be out or whatever, hmm. but I'm sure it'll be the rise and fall and rise of Tiger Woods. I was going to say, had he not had this scandal, no one would care about Tiger Woods. That's what made him interesting. He would just be a 30 for 30 or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he would be, you know, the GOAT, like, for sure. But Yeah, he, he, he would still be, be very cared about. They'd still probably make a movie about him. Are you sure? But Yeah. Cause what, he changed sports. Yes, but I'm yeah, saying but it would the, be an ESPN movie. It wouldn't be like the scandal is yeah. what is what make is making scandals was making this. But like when he is all done with golf, I could see them making a biopic about Tiger Woods. Yes, but those are so boring. Like it, 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 no, they're not. 
a biopic about golf? Yeah, yeah that, that would be, be boring. Hella boring. About Tiger you, Woods, it's different. Without the, I'm I'm pancake side. Without something interesting happening, following a golfer around would be pretty. Because uh, yes, pretty we, we know he's you guys really don't know his story at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. His dad was like Joe Jackson. His yeah. dad got him out there at the age of three, right. Every yeah. day. Yes. Yeah. So there's your movie. Yeah. But. It's That's still boring. about it's still about it's golf. You how do you dramatize golf? Yeah. Oh, he didn't get it in the hole. It's incredibly dramatic, and that's why you make it a movie, and it's not going to be about him golfing. It's going to be about his life outside and yeah. all the challenges. Pork and the Hooters way. Exactly. Exactly. All the yeah. racism that he had to put up with. Like, But it's been done before. The, the hose not is golf. what's making it. The hose is what's making it. Hours. Listen, I understand what you are saying, but I'm saying he is still an incredibly interesting person outside of that scandal. I'm just saying, I, I I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying they I never disagree. made an Arnold Palmer biopic. They didn't make he a didn't Jack Nicholas biopic. They didn't make a Greg Norman biopic. No, but they didn't do what Tiger did. Tiger is, in a way, like he is... Okay, I want a Tom Brady biopic then. They might do that. Because it's going to be hella boring. Tom no, Brady will play Tom Brady. You, again, it's <laughs> so hot. It's all about all the mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's never just about the the sport. It's about their yeah. actual life and how they got there. Hours are... and hours at a driving range attached to a Dairy Queen. Just <laughs> oh my God, so trying their best at the putt putt course. Hitting the dude in the cart out there with the glass on it. The yeah. driving. Yeah. He's got to beg his dad for dipping dots, and he never yes. got any. Oh great! <laughs> you had a win to get dipping dots. Yeah. Oh, Only champions get dipping dots. Just sad, sad, sad mm-hmm. day. Yeah, Listen, no. on the outside. It might look rough, but that is how you that's how you get a diamond out of a lump of coal, boy. Mm-hmm. Is you and I by that of course I mean no <laughs> there are no racial overtones whatsoever <laughs> to my metaphor. I'm simply saying that that is the kind of pressure that makes champions. And I don't know you know, you'll have champions um in any era, but there's something different about those people whose parents were super hard on them. Yeah. And that's the story that is very relatable That's the to Tiger a lot of Woods people. Story. Right. And That's then the you, Williams sisters story. You have that story yeah. and then you have that coupled with golf being pretty white. I mean even now it's yes. still incredibly white. Very white. And Tiger Woods coming in there and basically turning golf on its head. Yes, interesting. But not interesting enough to make a biopic that people would want to make see. Make a movie if about it. Was, it. If it wasn't for the hose, no one would be going to see this. It Listen, be, even if it was, even da- if there were no hoes in the biopic, I mean, I would probably still watch that because those yeah. stories. You watch it in film class or something. Will Smith Bagger. The Legend of Bagger Vance. Yes. Yeah. That didn't get great reviews. I mean, that wasn't a biopic. I know, but it's also like about. But you guys aren't the target demographic for this. I'm. I am now with the hoes. I'm there. But without that. <laughs> there is a still a ton of people that would watch. But what's going to make movie. the most money? Hose Listen, or no hose? I'm, I'm giving you the hose, man. I'm okay. giving you the hose. <laughs> do that. I'm right. Why are you going to do that? No, you're I'm... not right because you think there's going to be no interest if there's no hose. I, I didn't say there would be no. Team. I didn't say there would be no interest. I said. You know, with he, Mindy Kaling, Ellie Kemper <laughs> as the hose, he will get golf fans. If it's just no hose, like he he will always have his fans, and they will always watch right, that but, movie. Uh, to Bill's point, nobody will watch it just for the hose. You're wrong. <laughs> Who's gonna watch the Tiger movie? They want to know how you got around. I'm gonna it, tape it right, but they're not gonna get not that, that into detail. Right. It's not the e true Hollywood story. I, but they want to know how a, a star's biggest Tiger got around for so long without anybody knowing. You know, did you have a separate they've phone? Covered, they covered. Like, yes, we already know all. Yeah, that they stuff. covered that ten years ago. This is going to be like the because it was ba- this is based on a best selling book. 
I don't know if there were chapters in there titled The Hose. I'm sure there should be. (laughs) Hose in one. (laughs) In Walk the Hose. Telling you. Yeah. I'm I'm here for this. Like, I'm almost more excited about this than Aladdin. Because that's... I I like that. All right. Aladdin and out. (laughs) What was... uh, You... There's a biopic that you watched a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, About a figure skater. Tanya Harding? Yeah. What about her? What did you think of that movie? It was good. And how much of it was about the one incident? What one incident? How about her her bashing the knees? That was like a part of it, but it wasn't the whole movie. A lot of the movie was the relationship with her and her mom. Cool, but she's but also a woman point, and is figure skating. What he's saying, right? But you're saying it, no one's going to have interest. I have no interest in figure I, skating. I didn't but say I that. I wanted to watch that movie. Bill, you're missing my point. I didn't say no one would have interest. I said he will have a bigger pool of people that's going to draw people in. Hoes yes. always draw people in. I, he, I, <laughs> I feel like he's saying he wouldn't have gotten this. If it weren't, like right now, if it weren't for that incident, it wouldn't be a push. Because it wasn't one incident. It wasn't one incident. He had hoes for years. Right, but but they're not going to spend an inordinate amount of time in this movie on the girls (laughs) either. This is supposed to be like a glowing thing, not a takedown of Tiger Woods. So it's going to be mostly the golfing. Yeah, so you're not going to get your hoes. You're probably not going to get your hoes. Not very much anyway. And it's I Tanya like, was a great movie. I Tanya was a great movie. It it's going to be like a like a little side part of the movie, but it's not going to be a, all about the hose. I'll tell you who's good is that Sebastian Stan boy. He Dude, does great good work. He did a movie. I don't know if people have seen it, but it's great. It's called Destroyer with no. Nicole Kidman. They strip her down to nothing, boy. She's like this burned out cop in L.A. who's trying to solve this. And Sebastian Stan is in it. They've been adding a lot of movies on Netflix from, like, the 90s. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber and The Mummy. Yes. Oh, God, the Brendan Fraser Mummy? Stargate. Oh, it's so good. Come on. I think I saw it in the theater, but I don't think I ever saw it since. Watch it again. That Rachel Vice is pretty cute, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Lonely Island just dropped something at midnight. Yeah. A half an hour thing on the the Bash Brothers, where they play Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire on the A's. (laughs) So it's only a half an hour long. I like when they do things like that, like the longest tennis game thing. And the cycle thing that they did a while back. Yeah. So I think it's called, it's something the Bash Brothers. Oh, I'm watching that tonight. Yeah. Um, Indians are done playing the athletics, I guess. So it was coincidental that this came out uh, at this time. Um, hey, Steve. Hey. What's going on, Steve? Uh, well, I was wondering if you guys would think the Tiger Woods biopic would be better if Dave Chappelle played Tiger Woods for Shizzle. <laughs> I mean, I think everything would be better if Dave Chappelle played every character. So you're asking the wrong guy, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Uh, hey man, I'd be fine with that. I'd be really okay with that. Do they, did Dave they Chappelle say who as is Tiger Woods. Mm. Did they say who is playing him? They did not. Nope. They just announced that they're going to make uh, the film. So I don't know what just, uh, it's going to be. I'm just saying when they make the Tom Brady biopic, it, uh, people are going to go see it because he has his core fans and he is the goat. But let a, let there be a scandal to find out that he like cheats on Giselle or something like that. That's going to draw way more people in, and people are going to go, they're going to flock to that movie because they went to Juice. No one wants to hear about the fact that he's the greatest and he has all this money. He lives with a super hot wife and he's been faithful to her for decades. No one cares. Hmm. Just saying. Add a hole in there. Wow. Life is hard. No, it's not, Lisa. All right, look. If you just remember to keep your genitals out of harm's way, 
don't chase money, and refrain from littering, you'll be a winner. Yeah! yeah! There you go. He's tailor, uh, tailor made for the Tiger Woods bit. Eldrick Woods. Eldrick Woods. I'm sorry. Thank you, Steve. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Chappelle. Yes. Are you aware that Mr. Simpson is going to be on trial for a double homicide? Yeah, I heard about it. It's all boo, man. OJ ain't gonna kill nobody. He's rich. But Mr. Chappelle, what if I told you that we had DNA evidence linking Mr. Simpson to the scene of the crime? Then I'd have to ask you where you found it. In his bedroom, at the crime scene, and in his car. In the car? Right in his car. Damn. In, in the bedroom, too? In the bedroom. Damn. I, damn. <laughs> then I'd probably just ask you, how'd they find it? The police found a bloody glove on O.J.'s property. Sir, I'm not impressed, all right? Who, what black man don't have some bloody gloves on his property? Nick, I got one right here. I don't mean I did anything. Sir, if somebody murdered your family and the police found a bloody glove on O.J.'s property and a witness heard strange bangings minutes after the murders... I'd have to be real confused because nobody in my family beats for O.J. like that. After the first time we beat my sister up, we'd have whooped his ass. We don't want you to do that. Let me get All right, good. Thank you, Steve. I'm all for it. Dave Chappelle as Tiger Woods. I like it. Boy, I'll tell you what. You can have your 2020 election, all right? I am transfixed. By the SAG-AFTRA presidential election. Do you oh, pay attention I, to this? I have not paid attention to this. Sa- I'm a member of the union. You guys are probably... Are you guys mm-hmm. in SAG? I'm no. in AFTRA. No. They merged a couple of years ago. Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. And they merged. And so they have actors who run for president of SAG-AFTRA. And then all these other um, union members who vote some very high-profile people, that come out in support of their candidate. And uh, I've really got to sit down and think about this. If I'm, going, I'm going to vote. I have to figure out who I like. I mean, I think I have. Who's running? Well, and, and I, I, I saw this pop up because of the people that I will follow on Instagram. I follow Kevin Nealon. And he is uh, supporting Matthew Modine. Oh, okay. Right, the great Matthew yeah. Modine. Full Metal, uh, full Metal Jacket, Jacket. he's in Batman. He, he was, was in a couple seasons of uh, that Weed show. Yep, Weeds. Weeds, uh, yeah. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> that was so close. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matthew Modine been in a, a lot of great movies. So he's running for SAG after president. And he's got Kevin Nealon in his corner. Now, conversely, Alec Baldwin is putting his vote behind Gabrielle Carteris from Beverly Hills 90210, who is the incumbent SAG-AFTRA president. Now, you ask yourself, Al, what the hell do these people do? I don't know. I have no information whatsoever that should guide my vote toward one of these two people. Huh? I said they'd probably get a guaranteed check if they win, right? I I mean, there's some kind of compensation. Yeah, you're acting on behalf of the union, but still, I don't know... You know, Gabrielle Carteris uh, has been the president of SAG-AFTRA um, after the last guy died. Ken Howard, who was the white shadow 100 years ago, he was the president. And then she's been president since 
2016 or something. And now Matthew Modine is coming in hot, saying, hey, man, I can do a better job of whatever I don't know. I don't know what they do. I just know that I have to become an informed voter hmm. in this regard. Could you nominate someone? No. Okay. I, I, I couldn't. No. I, I don't know how you... I don't even know what the nominating process is. What are you basing think. your vote on? Right their, now... Their acting career? Right now, I'm basing it on, yes, their body of work. That's what I'm saying. And I like Matthew Modine. But they don't want someone who's really busy, because then they're going to be focusing on their actor, their acting career rather yeah, than well, the best. Yeah, neither of them are really busy. Well, no, right she's in that, she's in, they're rebooting 90210 with all the original people. R.I.P. Luke Perry. Uh, so, Gabrielle Carteris is back doing 90210. Well, how's she going to act in the best interest of the actors if she's, like... Still doing stuff, and there's somebody else. Those are just like two they have people to meet running every day. It's not. It's not an everyday job. The, yeah, they're not the actual. They're not the president of the United States. Of course, you don't have to do much for that job. Evidently, is he either. in SAG AFTRA? <laughs> he might be in SAG AFTRA. <laughs> yeah, well, who's he his was endorsement? In Home Alone too. I would like you to vote for Gary Busey. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's sagging. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's in SAG. <laughs> and then the treasurer of SAG. So those are the high-profile people, and then some woman named Jane Austen. But they run. Oh, that book. I know that name. Different Jane Austen. Oh. Is that the chick with the monkeys? No, that's Jane Goodall. Oh, well. uh, <laughs> chick with the monkeys. Um, but what I like is that they run these races in the same way that any other election would be. Like they run as I'm the candidate for change. Yes. And there's mudslinging, right? Yes, Gabrielle Carteris is running for re-election on the Unite for Strength slate. That's her platform. Mm. Matthew Modine is running on the Membership First slate. So I need to figure out what the hell these things mean so I can cast my vote. Membership, membership, membership first. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Get Alex Jones on it. Alex Jones on it. Oh, he's you're doing America. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, first. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But to see these high-profile celebrities post photos on Instagram and say, I'm with so-and-so, I'm like... Is this every four years? How often does this happen? I've never heard of it before. Don't know. I would like to throw my hat in the ring as president of the Alan Cox Show. No. Well, maybe. Well, I'm already the president of the Alan Cox Show. Well, he's Coming challenging you. He's challenging you. You're the founder. <laughs> What's your slate? He's running. Uh, he's running. He's a candidate for change. Yes. Are you the I candidate see. for change? Yes, I am. What's the your can- What's your thing? Uh, I'll open I'm the Alan blinds. Cox. <laughs> Yours is just I'm Alan Cox. Yeah. That's not yeah. enough. I'm on the. My name used to be on the van campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in for change. Open the I'm blinds. in the. Open the I'll blinds. get the name back on the van cam. <gasps> oh, mm. shots fired! You <laughs> yeah. get your your vote from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I voted for Bill. <laughs> My yeah. slogan is: Post it up against the window, ready to go home. He's got it. Pound cake's running too. I'm the only voter. Oh. All three of you are all three of you are running, and I'm the only Listen, voter. All right. I, and all I'll say like, is: If you come for the king, you best not miss. <laughs> uh oh. 
What it's are you still promising? the same show. It's still your show. I'm just the eh, president of the show. I don't know. I'm the president of the I don't show. Know. It's a figurehead position. It's difficult for uh, incumbents to uh, lose their seat. That's right. Well, Mary, if you vote for me, I'll open the blinds. What will you do, Alan? <laughs> I know that this, to the uh, casual listener, might seem like a democracy. <laughs> it is not. Uh, Bill, you can be treasurer. How about that? All right. Fine. All right. Good. I'm going to make him vice president of video operations. Hey, who's the president? Well, you know how they give them vice president. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay, a okay, president, and yeah. then there's like, Oh, and yeah, then everyone's the levels vice president. Of, yeah, vice president something, right. Okay, cool. Where Cake is... is my vice president of phones. Hey! <laughs> Super He's my VP of te- VP of telecommunications. Telecommunications. Can we, right. can we make these things official with iHeart? <laughs> we'll get business cards. Yeah. Vice president yeah. of phones. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Mary Santora uh, will be a vice president of dumb bitches. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. See? Hoes make everything better. Totally. Yeah. Hey, hey, dumb bitches, not, not hoes. I'll bring a sword Very in. Very different. You'll get the accolades, the whole bit. We'll get knighted. Uh-huh. I concede, then. I, will, I, I concede my run for president of the Alan Cox Show. You've already bailed out of the race? Yeah. All right. Well, the vice president of video production. Yeah. That's I a got big a, I got a role in the cabinet. Title. I mean, I'm yeah. in the cabinet. That's all I would he care wanted, about. He wanted the dumb bitch slot. Oh, sorry. You're not just, dumb enough. You're not. <laughs> not dumb and not bitch enough. You didn't gasp at a bird today. <laughs> gasp at a bird. You don't get to be the dumb. There's a bird right there. Uh, there's a bird outside in the sky. <laughs> So, yeah, I've got to do a lot of studying on this. For all I know, Jane Austen, coming out of nowhere. I don't know anything about her. She could be my candidate, but I've really got to look into this. So we'll see. I don't know what these people do. I don't know. Uh, Only reason this ever pops up in the news is because they're high-profile people. They're actors running for this position. I don't know what it means. But I'm finna find out. When are votes due, and where do you vote? Online? Did you say finna? He said Finna. I like it. I sure did. Mm-hmm. I grew up with Finna. I'm going to say Finna. Alan Cox. The sort of man we used to describe at school as a complete prick. The Alan Cox Show. On a 100.7 WMMS. Three five one nine two. Send me a text for anything. About six or seven minutes from now, closer to 3.30. Next chance for you to grab a 1000 bucks. Your chances are waning, as tomorrow is the last um, fund yourself, but uh, still plenty of chances for you to do it today and tomorrow. Starts in the morning with Rover, goes all day long. Uh, Tribe game is tonight. Early one, 6.10. Um, they ended up... How? They ended up losing, I think, to the... Yeah, Seven to two, Athletics. I think. Athletics. Something like that. Didn't play well. Didn't play well? No. They lost. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can hear you, but... <laughs> they keep losing. Seven to two. Uh, did they get shut out by the A's? They did. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. Swept, you mean? Swept, I'm yeah, sorry. I always confuse swept. those two. Shutouts is zero. Swept. Yeah, no. zero. Swept. Swept means you didn't win any games in the series. Swept by the A's. Mm-hmm. So they will start up tonight against Tampa. Here at home. That is the first of four. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Monday, I keep forgetting, is Memorial Day. Yeah. So we'll be out on Monday. You to- keep forgetting <laughs> the one thing you're supposed to do. I know. Well, as long as you don't forget that other one. Which one? Fourth of July? Nine. Fifteen. No. Nine. Seven, seven? Yeah. No. Nine, eleven. Yeah. Eight, six, seven. 
Um, tomorrow, I will have the full details for you at the top of the show for the first Alan Cox show bar crawl of uh, tw- the first show bar crawl. I did a solo one a while back, but uh, the first Alan Cox show bar crawl of 2019 uh, will happen uh, very soon. And I will tell you tomorrow when and where that will happen. Very interesting. What? It's one of the most interesting things. <laughs> it is very interesting. Yes. yes. So I will. Uh, I'll have all that information for you uh, tomorrow for that bar crawl. That's a, that's a little tease. Well, yeah! I'm, yeah. I'm just as clueless sitting here. Like, yeah. That's right. How's your Bitcoin doing, buddy? Uh, it's gone down a little bit again. Has it? Yeah. Oh, boy. It'll jump back up, though. It will? Yeah. To, it's, to, it's, it's one of those things, I bought it, I don't really buy anymore, I'm just waiting, and if it, you know, gets makes me a bunch of money, it makes me a bunch right. of money. If not, I'm not gotcha. out that much. It's all fake anyway, so who cares, right? right? But yeah. it, could, it has the potential of actually being worth something. At some point. Well, there's a guy who bought Bitcoin way early. Yeah. And then he sold it way early. Mm-hmm. You see this guy in 60 Minutes? The pizza guy? Yeah. yeah. With Anderson Cooper? Ooh. Yeah, Anderson Cooper sat down with a guy who... He made prob- the first transaction with Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and he probably... Uh, well, he clearly wishes that he had held on to it. Um, of course, May 22nd... Uh, Bitcoin enthusiasts all over the world. That would have been yesterday was the 22nd. Yesterday was Bitcoin Pizza Day. Uh, This guy's uh, gaffe was so huge. I mean, how could he have known on the one hand? But on the other hand, I thought the point of this kind of stuff is that you hang on to it. It has no inherent value. It's only worth what other people say it is. So what are you doing with it, right? Yeah. No, not all money. Other money's backed up by things. Is it anymore? But, yes, it is. If the FDIC. Yeah. But but There's a lot of things are federally. But they're backed up by what? Crypto is basically a pump and dump scam, right? It gets other people right. who pump but, up the value and then they sell it to but, other people who think they're going to get in. But all currency is just valuable because we say it's valuable. Right. But but some currency has in like Bitcoin. First of all, nobody takes it, mm-hmm. so it's not a good means. That's not of, true. All the Bitcoin nerds will get that, on my. The ass reason with. it jumped. Uh, a couple weeks ago is because a bunch of places just said we're going to take Bitcoin. Now. Right, right, right. Well, so. it's ex- listen worldwide is it's accepted almost nowhere, um, and they there's huge. No, it's really not. Um, <laughs> it's countries six, that rely six on it. Six or seven places. <laughs> listen, you talk to money people. Any currency that can go ten percent either way is useless as a means. It's of volatile it's, at this moment. Volatile, yes, it's right? very volatile. But it's, so the know. volatility makes it very undesirable. As a store of value, right? right? But and it also has no intrinsic value. Anyway, mm-hmm. you, hang on to the Bitcoin, buddy. I'm going to. This guy basically uh, bought an eight hundred million dollar pizza because he sold it at the at the exact wrong time. Well, if but he, again, how would he have known? Right. And how, how is it worth eight hundred million dollars if it has no value? Because other people say it is, right? right? Just like the, gold has value because right, we say it has right, value. Right. Anyway, hang on to the Bitcoin. We're not using yeah. it for anything. I know. Hang on to it. Um, diamonds don't do anything. They look pretty, so we're like, diamonds are valuable. Okay, right. diamonds are a girl's best friend, so why don't you just dial it back a okay. little bit? But right you realize, right? How many best just, friends do you have? None. Why don't you, you buy me one? But you also realize that all the things that you mentioned are physical, tangible items that cannot be hacked. Right. Right. I which is what that. makes them inherently and valuable. And Bitcoin because of the blockchain. <laughs> Anywho, here's this guy talking to Anderson Cooper, who cannot 
withhold his laughter, basically, when the guy talks to him. It was worth less than a penny when Laszlo Hunyats first traded Bitcoin for pizza nine years ago. We calculated that if Hunyats had held on to all the Bitcoin he used back then to get various items, much of it pizza, by the time of our interview, those Bitcoins would have been worth $800 million. Yeah. So, okay, sorry, let me just get this straight. You spent about $800 million on pizzas. Well, if you look at today's exchange rate... Are there nights you wake up, like, in a cold sweat where you think... I could have had $800 million if I hadn't bought those pizzas. I, I think thinking like that is, is not really good for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you'd murder yourself. Yeah. You'd be suicidal. Yeah, that, oh. that's tough. That's Just buying really it with tough. pizzas. Pizza's good, though. Pizza but again, you had delicious. no idea that it was going to blow up the way it did. But man, don't you hang on to some. Stop buying all I the guess. pizza with Bitcoin, use cash. Stop using Bitcoin to buy your pizza. I guess, man. Hang on to the Bitcoin. I feel like it would be kind of exciting, though, if that was the first and only thing he bought, that he he has this w- weird currency, and he's like, wait a minute, I can get, you're telling peas and breadsticks? I can get both True. with this thing that yeah. doesn't exist? You don't know what and you, you don't know. And you kind of just are like, oh, that was cool, like a gift mm-hmm. card. I'm like, well, for a while, there were places that were, like, even like local merchants in cities that mm-hmm. were like, oh, we'll get in this. Yeah. And then quickly realized, oh, we can't do this. No, it's too volatile. Yeah, yeah. so they took their Bitcoin accepted here stickers mm-hmm. off the window. Grand opening, grand closing. Alan, only a true friend has value. See, there's a great text, <laughs> right? And this thousand dollars. Oh, so we're both broke. <laughs> I know. God damn it! But you don't know what you don't have, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't know what you don't have. You don't miss what you don't have. Somebody broke into this dude's house and didn't steal anything. They just cleaned the place within an inch of its life. What? I don't think I'd be too upset about that if I got home. They made toilet paper roses for him and left them around the house. Hmm. What drug does that? This was in Boston. Guy came home from work a couple of days ago, and he said he could tell that a stranger had been in his house. He said it was possible he forgot to lock the back door. But the people who broke in didn't take anything. They just very thoroughly cleaned his house. That's like Vivan and weed. Yeah, <laughs> those Vivans and weed put together. What's Vivan? Vivance is like an Vyvanse, Adderall. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah Vivance is like um, uh, a. It's adult Adderall, is what basically. everybody tells me. Is it Adderall, adult Adderall? Well, Vivance is an. Um, you can have higher milligrams and it's an extended release. So it's basically like a, an amped up Adderall. They give it to a lot of people who have depression too. So it helps with multiple oh. things, not just, um, okay. not just ADD. I do okay. it recreationally. It's Vyvanse. great. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. I had a prescription for it in college. I never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Adderall, Every time I would obviously. clean, I would line up all my shoes and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, you're not. you took your Vivance today." <laughs> like, really? Yeah. See, I do that stuff anyway. Like a buddy of mine was trying to sell me on CBD gummies and all that, and I go, "Last time we were in Chicago, there's a place that sells them. All kinds of places sell them." And he goes, "Bro, I'm telling you, you know, blah blah blah." I go, "Okay, what's it good for?" And he's like, "Good for this. Good for this." I go, "Yeah, I don't need. I'm fine with those. I don't I need do those. those things." Yeah. yeah. And so I, I go, "Okay, yeah." So I did what he said. I went on his regimen. Mm-hmm. I took one in the morning, one at night. I, to- I was talking to Gwen the other night. I go, I don't think I felt anything from those. CBD is a weird thing because it can... Some people, it, they it swear by it and it changes and their life and God bless. It. For me, I was like, I'm fine on focus, not lacking focus. He's like, oh, you get so... Fo-. I go, yeah, I'm already there. I, like I don't CBD need- is not a focus thing. was for him. 
Well, like I you mean, said, it's different things to different people. I have some people the, use it for pain. Some people use it for to that's mellow how out. Work. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that it's like it's the other half of the weed plant. Like there's THC and CBD, so it's the part that doesn't have the psychosis with it. So it's supposed to be more of a relaxation. It helps with anxiety. It helps with depression. It helps with people who get like pain. Pain. Yeah, pain. If you have back pain, it'll help with that stuff. So but, why uh, is it illegal in Ohio? Because they made, they made the oil illegal, right? Because they, they already went back on that. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't think they keep good. going back and forth, but they keep relating it back. The old people in charge keep relating it back to the weed plant. Like they they keep thinking it's the that part it's part of the weed, weed plant, but it is. It comes they're, from. They're not educated marijuana. about it though. Yeah, they, they just see it all as THC. But it doesn't do the same thing. It doesn't get you high like weed gets you high. Right. And they never tried it. But all you have to do yeah, is tell those all you have to do is tell those people that they will make money from it and you, they sign right on. So I don't know. Well it's more than that because they, up is. they don't want to lose voters because of it because they think they're corrupting society by signing off on something like no, that. No, old people are who got marijuana legal around the country. No, I understand that now. That's but, who started that ball rolling. But okay. Old people are completely on board the the legal weed train. They have been. That's why the whole it wasn't hi- it wasn't hippies uh, protesting. It was old people. It was grandmothers with glaucoma smoking weed. That's what got weed legal in this country well, or decriminalized. That's precisely my question. Yeah. Why the oil, the CBD oil, is illegal in so many places? Don't know. Anyway, this guy had his home broken into. They made the beds. They vacuumed the rugs. They scrubbed all the toilets, and they created toilet paper origami roses and left them throughout the house. Would you even be mad? No, why would you be he, mad? He said he called the cops. He goes, it was weird. He goes, but I don't know if I kept the toilet paper roses as souvenirs. <laughs> you know what? I came home the other day and I felt like somebody had been in my house. Have you ever felt like that? Like I, no. I left the windows open when I left and it, I was just gone for like an hour or two, but it felt weird and stuff wasn't in the right place. And I was like, I wouldn't normally put that there, but like nothing was missing. You know what I mean? He said because he sometimes forgets to lock the back door, he thinks that a housekeeping service just went to the wrong house, which would oh, be the greatest mistake ever. Yeah, that, that could yeah. be it. That's one of those things. That's, How do yeah, you that's forget a cool to mess-up. lock your doors? My friend the other day didn't lock their doors, and like someone went through their car, and I'm like, did you lock your car? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And they're like, no, I forget to a lot. And I'm like, how do you forget? Like that that's the first thing you do when you got out of your car. Beep, beep. I'll be out of my car for a moment and it's locked. It's the like I can't not lock my I car. Have it's neighbors, a reflex. I have neighbors yeah. who tell me they don't lock their doors in their house. There's a lot go, of people who wow, do that. Wow, you guys have never lived anywhere else, no. have you? I mean, people who live in nicer neighborhoods, I have people, like a uh, uh, friend of mine, their family lives in a really nice development in, like, Cuyahoga Falls. And I'm like, yeah, nobody locks their door. Because oh. like, we would go to their neighbor's house for a cookout. My neighborhood's very nice, and I lock in. every door mm-hmm. and window in my house. I can't do that. I mean, I get it. It's a sense of security, and you're comfortable where you live or wherever it might be, but it's like... A well, sense no, of what security. Is, but rich like, kids are all... you feel secure in that neighborhood. Mm. You feel secure enough to leave your door uh-uh. open. Uh-uh. I'll, never, I'll never be that rich secure. Rich kids are always the tweakers. 
They oh, got yeah. money and time. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be some kid in an affluent neighborhood that breaks into your. And they also kitchen. know that they don't really get into trouble if sure. they get caught. They'll be like, they'll have their dad will get them off or whatever. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm, I, I would never be that secure ever. Uh, Turk in St. Louis, hello. Hey, Alan, what's happening? What's up, buddy? Hey, listen. So you know, I uh, I have a little free time on my hands, and whenever I hear somebody mention a foxy chick, I tend to look her up on the internet. You mentioned uh, that Anna Benson, who married the uh, Pirates pitcher. Yeah. The guy you called a, a dope or a dork or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's just like a, he's like a goofball, you know? All right. So I, I feel like you kind of shortchanged this woman. I think you, you called her Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Well, I, I happened to, you know, since you did that, I looked up her Wikipedia profile. Do, do you know that she was wanted for murder when she was 18? I did not know that. No, uh-uh. Okay, you need to, you need to take a look at her, um, her Wikipedia profile. She was wanted for murder. She was on America's Most Wanted. What? Anna the Benson? The same yeah. Anna Benson? The same Anna Benson. Huh. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, f- 15 years ago when I was on the air in Pittsburgh, Chris Benson had gotten picked up by the Pirates. And so they were still married. And so this is 15 years ago. So she was like 24 years old. So she was in Maxim and super like curvy and mm-hmm. hot and just crazy enough. And you'd see her at clubs and things like that. But I, I never met her or anything, you know. Wanted for murder though. You know, wanted she for murder. Put it down. When she was, when <laughs> she's just that crazy putty. She put you down. Down. Yeah, it's worth it. When she was 18 years old, her and her boyfriend murdered another man and went on the run, and she was on America's Most Wanted. And they found satanic wow. literature and symbols and everything all around her apartment. That's what I'm they saying. I think what, Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, her her, her boyfriend, in 96, she and her boyfriend were charged with murder in her Tennessee apartment. I think Chris Benson found her when she was just a dancer, and he got sucked in, too. Uh, but I don't think they were married for very That's long. Some at killer poom poom, man. Exactly, right, that's literally. what I'm saying. Men are so dumb, man. They'll, what? They'll no, look past so anything. Good. Oh, they were married for 13 years. Jesus, what am I talking They'll about? They'll look past yeah. anything. You, know, you would marry a murderer. She did not go to jail. So what? She wasn't convicted. She's not even convicted. Yeah, whatever. She's not she convicted. was. She was dancing at a strip club in Atlanta, and he found her, and they start. You know. That's where you find a hu- right, that's where you find yeah, a husband. Have a good day, man. All right, thank you. There's Turk in St. Louis. Find husbands the, in strip clubs in Atlanta. Yes, you do. The, the rappers uh, and all went, of the athletes that come through there. No. The best strip clubs in the country are in. There's Atlanta. a strip club in Atlanta called the Claremont Lounge. I don't know if anybody in here has so, ever been there. Oh, it's but it, janky it, as hell. It is. Uh, oh boy, it was they one lady took her teeth out. Yeah. She took her teeth out. And it was karaoke night, and the dancers had to dance to what you karaoke'd. I think that might be the oldest strip club in the United States. It was I th- I think a that's, spectacle. I think that's like their claim to fame. They had three generations on one stage. They had a grandma, a mom, and a, a daughter all working there. I remember you told this story. Dude, yeah. that place was the craziest. I couldn't. You don't find a husband there? Oh, it's the oldest one in Atlanta. Not at that one, but at other ones. Yeah, Magic whole, Magic yeah. City. Magic City is where rappers go if they need a video vixen, a... a a side piece, a wife, like I remember, a tell went there for insomniac. Yeah, to the Claremont. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Here, well, okay, maybe you're right that strippers can find husbands there. Yeah, strippers can regular find regular people don't. No, yeah, no, gonna you walk, can't. No, go I'm there. not going to walk in and no, find a husband. No, no. For strippers, for okay, strippers, all right, honey. that's fine then. Oh, you Whoa, thought you thought no, he meant no, civilian no, women? I thought would he's go. You are the dumbest bitch. He said that's where you go to find a husband. I said patently false. Right. Yeah. No, I'm talking about you would not go there. But we all knew what he meant. 
I did not. You no, did not I, don't, I don't know that I did. Either. I knew exactly what he meant. He meant if you're a stripper, you're trying to lock up some money. You strip there. You go there. Yeah, people don't go there like, oh, I'm just paying my way through. People don't go to Magic City to pay their way through school. They go there because it's a career, and I'm just doing this until I either make it as an actress, a singer, or get a rich get husband. Get one of these guys. Until I make it as an actress in yeah. Atlanta. Get, uh, get on Atlanta, a real housewife show. Yeah. Yeah. They're a reality show. You're just trying to lock up some money. Yeah. Magic yeah. City. You can make online reservations. Yeah, and they have like a shower room where you just are in the shower with them. And I've heard about those? Yeah, it, it's pretty legit. I need to go. I want to go to Atlanta. This is in Atlanta. Oh man, you're never gonna believe this. They have black girls. Oh really? <laughs> it's called Magic those. City. Black magic. Well, and the beauty is when you go to these websites and you look at these girls. They have the pictures on there. Nothing special. I mean, even these brothels out in Vegas, they're like, "Here's our girls," and you're like. Yeah, that looks pretty much They're like willing. I thought the yep. girls would look. I feel like, well, that's just the time that it is now. With Instagram models and every other porn all over the place, like, nothing's really going to pop out at you like that. Well, no, I'm saying there are legit, gorgeous women on Instagram and porn. You go to some of these strip club websites, and you figure you'd see a couple girls. You're like, oh, my God, gorgeous. But you look, and you're like, eh. I, thought the I, I mean, whole, you know. I thought the whole point of a strip club was, like, anonymity. Like, you walk in, the strip cl- the strippers, no one has their phone out, no one's taking pictures. Well, like, they're not putting their real names up there. Oh, I know, but know. the face is good enough. People can find you through Google search with your face. Well, if they want to work that hard. I'm just saying. I don't know how many people are going to be tracking these chicks down. Imagine clocking in. And, <laughs> All right. And, sorry, go ahead. What? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Clocking in and what? Are you what? sure it's clocking in? No, yes, clocking in like if you work at a brothel, you're like, all right, going to get some D today, and then you clock out, and you're like, wow, I got a lot of D today. That would just be very weird. <laughs> Those are the two things every day. <laughs> got to get some D today, and then you clock out, boy, I got a lot of D today. They don't even measure your time in hours. They measure it in inches. <laughs> <laughs> Chastity, how many inches did you work how this week? How many inches did you work this week? 107. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of inches. Over time. Over time. time. Congrats. <laughs> Six five seven eight one double oh seven to join us or eight hundred three four eight one double oh seven uh three five one nine two you want to send me a text alancockshow.com if you want to watch it live uh it is there the chat room is part of that you can listen anywhere you are on the iHeartRadio app if you do that from around the country let me know where it's available all throughout uh, North America Michael hit me up uh, a DM on Instagram those are the kind of DMs I get dudes uh, Michael listens in Colorado Springs, so welcome. Uh, Quayon and Matt listen in San Francisco. Jamie is in The Colony, Texas, outside Dallas. Alex is in Dallas. Uh, Wendy's down in Key Largo. Graham is in D.C. Um, Adam is in Beaver Dam, Kentucky. Yeah, all right. I sent you guys the message that I got. Speaking of DMs, I got one from a woman named Angie, who, after our conversation the other day about uh, guys who don't do everything for their girl, she uh, posted me a long message about how happy she is in her marriage. She's in her early 60s. Her husband is in his late 50s. It is her third marriage. And she... (laughs) 
Was that you? <laughs> it was apparently me. I'm just reading this, getting all worked up. And uh, she said they have sex two to three times a week. Good. For I have uh, I issue am in with the pr- another. Yeah, that's. What I am in the prime of my life. She says. Are you? How old is she? She's, now I know you are happier when you are older. Yeah, so I think you're just you just accept looks, things yeah. more. Right. Well, you're you're like, more, this is the way this is now. You're more comfortable with who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to impress people. Mm-hmm. You know. So I actually have that to look forward to. So I actually really appreciate this message, Angie. And I'm happy that you are in the prime of your life and you are just loving it. And how old was she? Getting I didn't deed think. down by your dude. She is 62. Her third husband Whoa. is 58. Dink down. Two to three dink down. times a week. Maybe as this is what she says. Maybe as we get older and wiser, it's good to invest in lovemaking. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like the slow type of. I sex. mean, God bless you. I just don't like that term. <laughs> lovemaking and like, oh God, I don't like that. I got a message too, thanking me because we were talking about you know all that uh, the other day, and a woman was like, "Hey, uh, this sparked a conversation between my boyfriend and I," and he was like, "Do you really not finish every time?" She's like, "No," and then he. Did it? He went down. He made got it to happen. work. He got to work and made it happen. And I got a thank you message on Instagram Good for you saying, "Continue this conversation. That? Speak for all women." I said, "I got you, lady." Huh? That's how we'll uh, we'll spread the gospel of the Alan Cox show. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, make your fem- make your fem- make your women finish. There you make go. Make them. Make them. There really is something for everybody. Just on make this show. them finish. <laughs> And you know how they really like it? As fast as you can possibly do it is how they like they it. They just want to finish. They don't That's care how they say. get there. I, I Ladies was, first. That's the rule. See, I was, like, yes. I was always jealous of women because I was like, wow, they can go as many times as they want. Like, oh, you, okay. But I was. I thought you could. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I mean, biologically, sure. You can have yeah, more than one after, orgasm. After a guy, <laughs> it's like, possible. Yeah, but I'm like, after a guy, like, there's physical proof of like, all right, one and done, check with me in like 20 minutes, maybe. But like... 20 minutes. Well, I'm just saying for some dudes. But a girl, I just heard that you could just keep going and going and going. I'm like, man, how wonderful is that? Please. You're never going to believe this. Men and women are pretty different. They are. Oh, my God. Why people dance like this? What's your refractory period? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. 10, 11, 12 minutes. Okay. 10, 11, yep. 12. 10, 11, 12, 12 minutes. Somewhere in that what range. You, what about you, Pancake? I don't know. Never really tested it. I'm, I, I don't know. The dudes are out of his apartment yeah. way before he has well, a chance to figure that well, out. The thing is, you know, I, I don't... Six to eight they've already, <laughs> Seriously, dude. They've already laid some rubber yeah. out of his driveway. I don't go from... It's the only rubber they lay. I don't go from that. We, we've we learned that from insertion to desertion. It, it, that doesn't really turn me on. So. Yeah. I, so I really don't know. Are you sure you're gay? I'm, a, I'm physically attracted to men. I just can't go that way. So there's... It has to be lettuce. In order for well, me to go. I mean, like, how if you get lettuce, how soon again? How how are you ready again? Oh yeah, no, they're totally like, out of my apartment. Alan was right. Yeah, I don't know. Terry's <laughs> yeah. never been tested. No, it's never been tested. I've never had somebody say like, "All right, I, I, I'm known as." I'm like, ready to do that again? Yeah, because uh, yeah. well, yeah, they're already doing mm-hmm. that crab walk out of your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen. I, heard of anybody don't want it to like, fall out all right how many times can you go i'm gonna test this like i would love that i would appreciate that i would appreciate the effort but no one has ever you know tried that they're like i'm tired my jaw hurts let's go get my know. jaw nobody says my jaw hurts speak for yourself homie oh nobody says that not in real life okay I'm, i, I mean say, i've definitely felt it before like after your jaw gone, hurt after i've gone down and i go for a no, while i'm not I've saying like, you don't feel yeah, it i'm yeah, saying yeah, i don't no say, say it, it. Yeah, you're not saying it. Say that. But I, I might sit there and go like this for a bit. 
They come back up and they're irritated. I'm like, what's wrong? They're like, nothing. They're like, I'm just sore. I'm like, you're sore. Sore. They're irritated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're irritated. That's always good for sex when someone's irritated. <laughs> yeah. It's from lettuce. I know. I understand the concept. All right, baby. Let's get <laughs> faster you get there. <laughs> Are you there yet? Anything? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not close. Not yet. Anything yet? Almost quit asking. Okay. <laughs> Over in May. Over in May. Almost there. Oh, all right. Uh, Can you get some uh, more lube? <laughs> Chainsaw's chafing me. Oh, man. I gotta get some more bar and chain oil in there, baby. But I am I am such a giver where I make sure they, you know, have a great experience and they try to go as many times as possible. But okay. Oh good I'm just for saying, you. if I can't get mine, yeah, I make sure they get okay. theirs. That's fine. I don't believe it. I don't believe, Pound <laughs> Cake, that you are giving anybody something that they're not giving you in return. <laughs> I'm such a giver. I am a Since giver. when? But yeah, get on, bitch! Hurry up! It's the one time he can't talk. <laughs> He could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody guys the man. Well, look. Congratulations to everyone involved. Angie, your chick, Pound Cake's so jaw. No, congratulations jaw. to everyone. Someone's jaw. My jaw's titanium. I'm fine. <laughs> He's getting exercise eating all those hamburgers. 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 I threw a question Mary's way in oh, the break. <laughs> I asked her if she'd rather wear pasties and no shirt and no shirt or a shirt with the nipples cut out. Only your nipples showing through a shirt. <laughs> That's a tough one, dude. Really? I'm not comfortable with my body, so I don't really want my belly out. But, but you you're look... more comfortable with your belly than your nipples. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Do see, I, I feel want like my I... belly covered and just my nipples out. That's like, a little weird. Why aren't you comfortable with your nipples? Do you got dinner plates? Are they weird? <laughs> no, my nipples are fine. But so it's just, I, yeah. it's oh, just a very strange Boop. thing. Right. You, that you have to address. It would. You and how did you? How did you arrive at this question? We were just eating fruit snacks, <laughs> <laughs> and that did it. I had peanut M and M's. He had fruit snacks, uh-huh. and he's like, "All right." He had I one have that a looked question. like a little one that looked like two cherries, and he goes, "Hey, I just thought of something." I don't know. It just sometimes weird things pop into my brain. Sure. And I thought it was uh, it needed to be addressed. So you would just have your nipples out, Alan? That's a well, I'm a guy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This doesn't really go as far. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have my nipples out every chance I get. Yeah? Yeah. Regina George in it? Just cut the... It's a Mean Girls reference. Yeah. So you know we watched that in Columbus? Did you love it? I had never seen Mean Girls before. Really? And it was, we had just gotten back to the hotel, and it was pouring rain, and we, so we were going to go out and have dinner, but we were waiting. And so we must have gotten Mean... I'm clicking around, and we must have gotten Mean Girls 10, 15 minutes in, because, boy, that thing was long. It's a long So time. we must have gotten... Well, you're it. also probably watching it on TV with, with commercials. commercials. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
Nah, well, either way. I don't mm-hmm. remember if there were commercials or not, but, um, yeah, so I watched Mean Girls. How'd you like it? Uh, that movie's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not one made for me. It came out when I was in, like, high school. I thought it so. was going to be funnier. I thought it was going to be less, because uh, Tina Fey wrote it, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's, like, iconic I get, moments. I get why it's funny if you saw it and you're a girl when you were... 18 that years movie old. was made for me. That's what you know I'm saying. What I mean? Like, yeah. if you were of that time. First of all, all the girls in that movie look 30. So I, mean, I think they were, like, every, in their early 20s, though. They weren't that Rachel old. Rachel McAdams looked like she was 30 years old. It was depressing to see cute Lindsay Lohan, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's, that she's was, like, her prime. So and she had a cute little body movie. and yeah. everything. Um, so, I mean, it was entertaining. Jugs. You know, I, I chuckled a couple of times. But um, it was not... It's not... It wasn't made for right, me. Right, it's not made yeah. for you. It's one of those things where I... Understand why everybody else likes it. I I thought it was funny when I watched it, but it's also something I've never watched again. But my kids love it. Right. I've watched it several times. Rachel McAdams is forty years old. Yeah. She was born in seventy eight. Yeah, that's forty. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> She'll well, the be movie forty one this year. The movie came out in two thousand four, so she was twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Playing an eighteen year old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were all like twenty one, twenty two. Mm-hmm. Well, you're wrong. Again. Clearly. Well, hey, ease up, all right? <laughs> uh, at least I'm admitting to it. Again. Again. Everybody's yeah. dead. <laughs> it's been a somber kind of day. Um, R.I.P. and farewell to the Cavalier girls. Aww. Who are no more. Uh, you go back, if you're a lifelong Clevelander, you'll go back to the 70s with the Cavalettes. I think probably one of the worst names for a cheerleading team ever, but whatever, doesn't matter. The Cavalier girls are no more. They're going to be replaced next season with a co-ed dance team because we should have more of those. Uh, nevertheless, they said that uh, I think I think there are more and more teams are going to be doing this because they try to family-friendly up these games. And I guess for some reason they think girls dancing around is not family-friendly. Uh, it's what they're dancing around in. Yeah. yeah, but they're still going to be wearing... A skirt. And, yeah. I mean, if you go to a high school basketball game, that's about as much as they're wearing. Right. So who cares? There were some girls on the team this year, though. They were they were banging. All of them are. A girl that I used to... That I, like, one of my best friends from elementary school on was a Cavs girl for a few years. There's one. I'm like, we would go how to games are you and, like, staying Dang. in that top? Dude. When I used to do, when I used to host uh, Monsters games, they would I would have to take photos with the Monsters girls every season. And I'd be like, I don't want to be in this photo. Right. No one's looking at me in this picture. No. Right. I'm like, I'm ruining this picture. Mm-hmm. Don't we have some former Cavs girls back in sales? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. They got out just in time. They yeah. must have known the writing was on the wall. Uh, so the Cavs powerhouse dance team will replace. Uh, yeah, plus, I think a lot of these teams, with all due respect to the girls, I think a lot of these teams are like, we don't want to deal with it anymore. We don't want to deal with rumors of a player and a girl. We don't want to deal oh, with a girl complaining. Oh, they're so strict about that, though. I yeah, know they like are, but not... it's but it's no, you're not supposed to. But it still happens all the time. So I'm like, I just don't think these these teams want to deal with it anymore. We should ask them and see if there there are any things that they know about. I don't. The girls back in sales. I'm sure they they got into some stuff. Yeah, but I really don't think that they did. I don't think that it's like that. I think that's a rumor, and it's always been a rumor. 
of, of, of cheerleaders in, in general. Dance teams and sleeping with players and jersey chasers. There, I feel like there's one every few years well, where that kind of thing chasers. happens. But what I'm saying I is I think that's... Dancers. I think that's something that happens once in a while. Now, I can handle the dance squads. None of us are unfamiliar with those. So if you're going to take away the scantily clad foxy girls and replace it with a dance team, no one asked for that. But okay, fine, I get it. What I don't get is the um, additional addition <laughs> of the Cavs Dancing Dads. What? A group of fun-loving dads and their routine. Again. No one asked for this. This is real. It's supposed to be funny, right? It's a, it's a funny joke. Haha, <laughs> dancing dads. Fun-loving dads. If, they- it sounds like something that they used to do on the Jumbotron that someone took too seriously. You know what I mean? Like those little where they're like, oh, we'll pan around to the dancing dads. And they've got like the Macarena playing or something. And somebody's like, we could do this. The and only way. It's a thing. The only way they can do this and make it work is if their kids are on the court embarrassed by them while they're dancing. <laughs> they're just then, like, yeah! It's great. Right. Yeah. And it can only be like you, you have to have a daughter between the ages of like. 12 and 15 so they're just be like i don't want to do this like no i'm a dancing dad and you have to come and support me i pay for your horseback riding so now you're here (laughs) that's right and they all have to wear white new balances so no more cavaliers Mm -hmm. girls i mean you know growing up i had the lovables and the lovables were probably some of the first girls i can remember that made it move Mm. right you're out there you're watching a game girls come out there was nothing unwholesome about it. Just like a dance squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't want the Cavaliers girls anymore. They want a dance team, and they want dads. Where's the moms? Where's the MILF squad? I don't want the moms. I want the I, MILF squad. Half these girls were probably moms. <laughs> but, you know, listen. I, I, I'm not in charge of things. Right, pregnant. I don't know how anybody does anything over there. I want the pregnant dance squad. The mom-to-be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just out there. Uh, they're doing synchronized routines, just holding their back the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sam. Hello? Hello, Sam. What's going on? Is Sam the guy who was trying to get a date for his dad a while back? Yes. Okay. It's ironic, it's ironic that I'm calling now because that's what I should do for my dad is get him on that dancing squad for the Cavs. The dancing dad? Yeah, but you said your dad was a big guy, right? He's not, you know, he's not a big guy. He's he's just he's he's just got a bad, really bad back. Well, right, that might work against you for a dance squad. Don't is all I'm saying. You know, you never know. I mean, I, I I've seen the dancing dad. They they had him for a couple games last year. I okay. Do. All right. Well, how can I help? Well, but I was calling for something. I was calling for my dad, but for something else here. Uh, I you know I would call, you guys remember me from a couple weeks ago. Yep. And uh, I showed my dad the live stream. And uh, he was completely embarrassed about it, and it was so funny. But there, we continued watching, and then uh, he heard uh, heard about uh, Whitney, and uh, he, he was like, "Wow, that, that you know, I, I I think I could take her out on a date." So I was, you know, wondering if anyone could get Whitney <laughs> for me. <laughs> Whitney's not ready to date your dad. <laughs> She got. Bunny got very, very particular set of requirements. Of skills. Of requirements for the man. What are you talking about? Requirements. Requirements <laughs> like Not things that need to happen. 
requirements. Yeah, you gotta have a good back, man. You know, I love volleyball, and if you can't play with me, then what's it all about, you know? You keep saying requirements. I keep saying, thinking retirement. Not retirement, right? Requirements. Okay, retirement. With a Q. With a dollar sign, right? Yes, and a Z. Oh, okay. <laughs> Z. Does your dad, uh, does he drive, like, a sports car? Uh, no. What, <gasps> what kind of car does he drive? He drives the smallest car, Note it seems to mankind, he drives a Ford Focus. Or Fiesta, sorry, Ford Fiesta. Yes. Smart car, smart. Fiesta means party. So that's like, you know, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> I feel like her, your dad should be talking to Brittany. I mean, Sam's kind of a go-between. Yeah. But, well, uh, he's out. He, he don't get off work till... Yeah, no, I understand. I'm Ew, just saying not in, in general. No, he's not retired. Oh, gross. Where'd you get this retirement? Why he you... can't hear straight. Yeah. <laughs> he like, don't do nothing straight. He was in his 60s, I just assumed. <laughs> To me, you lit. And then I'm about to go off. I'm what? Off. You gonna start a problem? We got a problem here? No. Pancake? What's the problem? Nothing. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, Sam, boy, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, let me know when uh, Dad can uh, phone in one of these days. All right. All, all right. right. I might, might, um, might be able to swing something here soon. Okay. We'll Th- see. Thank you, Sam. There's Sam, whose dad is enamored with Brittany. <laughs> Get him a hooker. Like, trying to recruit or something. Why is your response to every relationship quandary, get him a hooker? Because it's a solution to a lot of problems. It is a solution. It is a solution. But why is that the go-to solution? Because that's the first one that seems the easiest. Yeah. I feel like hookers aren't that easy to get. Hey, get your dad a Cleveland hooker. Yeah, they're real easy to get. What do you mean? Yeah. Alan, can we get a basketball team before a dance team? Yeah, that'd be good. Let's do co-ed, that. Also co-ed? <laughs> oh, whoever can win. I don't care. Put those girls out there if they can get the ball in the hoop. Some people say our country is more divided than ever. But don't ask him. He sucks at math. Alan Cox on 100.7 WMMS. Tribe game tonight, 6-10. It's an early one. First of four against the Tampa Rays. So we'll get out of here on 5.30, and then your pregame coverage will start. Uh, in between our exit and the Tribe uh, beginning, you'll have another crack at 1000 bucks. Uh, next one uh, coming, though, however, is at 4.30, so about six minutes from now, but then 5.30 will be your last one before the Tribe game. And then tomorrow will be your last day to go fund yourself. So if you've struck out thus far... You still have a lot of chances to win, but they are, you're waning. They're in the 11th hour now. So I was watching some of the coverage of the tornadoes that ripped uh, through the Plains states. They said the whole Oklahoma City metro area was under tornado watches and warnings. It tore through Missouri. Violent tornadoes. Three people killed. I guess it could have been worse. Do we name tornadoes? It's a twister. I don't know that we name tornadoes. Oh my god! Tornado! Tornado! Right. That kid outside of Pittsburgh there. Oh! (laughs) It's a twister! Get on! Get in a doorway or a bathtub! Uh, So, yeah, just they were, I guess they were lucky that only three people died. Um, A 56 year old woman, uh, I'm sorry, it's Missouri, the 224th trimester. 
Um, <clears throat> and then a couple other people. But yeah, a lot of people losing their homes and, you know, things like that. It's always funny to me, by the way, when you watch these, you never hear religious people say that that is God's punishment for Missouri, for Missouri laws or Alabama yeah. laws or Louisiana laws, you know. Treating, yeah, that treating, is weird. Treating women is less than... He, it's only ever gay stuff. Mm-hmm. It's only gay stuff. It's never like, well, clearly these storms were punishment by God for treating women less than human. Nobody ever says that. Never comes down to that. Good point. It's only ever gay stuff. Which yeah. makes me think that these storms have nothing to do with God, Bill. That could be. Or it's like God's, they're making it all up. God's correcting his, his mistakes. But honestly, <laughs> if... Me having gay sex wipes out the entire human race. I'm game for that. I'm going to have more. More sex, but you won't reproduce. That's fine. Yeah, you yeah. can't perpetuate the species. He's the plague. Yeah. So the more sex I have, the more people get wiped out. Okay. But you don't get to choose the ones that get wiped out. So what if you're killing off doctors? and You'd be fine with that? Just killing off people randomly? Yep. Challenge accepted. Mothers. But what if one of the people that got killed off was the person you were having sex with? Mid-stroke. He was leaving right after anyways. He wasn't going to go for a round two. Who cares? Huh. You ever see the movie The Box? Mm, I know the movie. I never saw it. Yeah, it's set in the 70s. (laughs) The premise is pretty cool. didn't they redo it a few years ago? You're thinking of Bird Box. That's what I'm talking about. It's Cameron Diaz, James Marsden. Oh, set in the 70s. Set in the 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this guy comes to their door and says, he's got this box, and there's a red button on it. Oh, I've heard this. You've seen this? I've heard this ultimatum. The movie could have been better. It's good enough. The premise is cool. It's kind of Twilight Zone-y. They're like, they put this box down. It's a guy and his wife, Cameron Diaz and James Mars, and they need money and, you know, whatever. And uh, guy comes to their door, and he goes, uh, there's a red button on this box. You lift the plastic thing up. If you push this red button, you will get a million dollars, but someone in the world will die. Someone's going to die anyway. Well, that's, you know, I'm not going to give the film away. It's a few years old, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but uh, they come to a certain conclusion, but it's kind of what comes around goes around. It's not the only box in the world. This guy's walking around, you know. Oh, so no. would you take a million dollars if someone else, if, if you would cause someone to die? Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think we all say we wouldn't know. I think we would push that red button so goddamn fast and I make your head spin. I don't know that I could. I'll I take really 300, don't. Alex. I mean, you're never gonna, you're never gonna meet him. I mean, you're never gonna. I think that's. I'm a little foggy on the the precise point. The plot points of the movie. Problem. <laughs> but it's a cool movie though. It's called The Box. Uh, there's a a sketch on Funnier Die called The Button, which is a parody of this, and like. If you press this button, you'll get one million dollars. He just presses it right away. He's like, he's like wait, wait, wait. You I think I saw he's that. He's like, no, if you press this button, you'll get a million dollars. But someone step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. <laughs> so he just presses it again. <laughs> it's like, every time you press his button, someone dies. And he's like, you're not getting the million dollars. He's like, okay. He just keeps hitting the button. <laughs>
Uh, that guy who does the jazz piano to clips, we played yeah, Cardi yeah, yeah. B, and you know, this guy's killing it. Charles Cornell, he went viral, I think, from the Cardi B thing and a couple other things, but he's, you know, ah. listen, when these storms go around, you know, he springs right into action to make people feel better. I just want to thank all of the incredible men and women who have done such a great job in helping with Florence. This is a tough hurricane. One of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. 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 Standpoint. <laughs> we played still, that one. Standpoint of what, huh? We played that one. We did? Yeah. Uh-huh. When? Two weeks ago, last yeah. week, whenever the Cardi B one came out. Yeah. No, I didn't play this. Yes, yeah, you, did. you did. No, I didn't. Yes, yep. you did. We've played that on the show before. Because I mentioned, you mentioned the Cardi I B one. I remember him going, and I was like, water. Yeah. I remember that. And we all left at the water part. Huh. Still not going to top Cardi B, though, so I don't remember that at all. None of you bitches. Boy, I'm sure we played that one. <laughs> I guarantee we played it. We played that. I don't remember that at all. Just like you don't know you mouth all of your little He's gotten bits. so much better about that, about mouthing the sound bites. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember most of what we do. It's like smoke rings in here, yeah. you know? You, cotton candy. It's like it's yeah. gone. It, who cares? But, uh, boy, I don't remember that at all. None of you None of you I wish this wasn't bleeped. It's so stupid. Uh, I want to learn to play piano. Really? Yeah. My son's teaching himself. I my was, daughter's teaching herself guitar, and my son's one of the things I would do in the Philippines is we'd spend a lot of time at the churches, and so I I got to a point where I could read music and play my right hand pretty well, but left hand was always very difficult. Reading music is is pretty cool. Like it, it's, it's just super like you're speaking, easy. Speaking a different language, like yeah. you understand a different language. Like I did that when I played viola. I miss viola. Played it in years. Start a band, piano and viola. <laughs> sure. You could pick up the viola again. Well, I never owned my instrument. It was the schools, and once I transferred schools, I oh, you didn't buy playing. it. No, 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 no. Oh, it, I it see. was. And we got rent, roped into that. We were renting a violin for my daughter for years. Yeah, no, ours was. Does free. she play violin now? No. I never. I'm She's so. I'm oh, I said to my. Oh, I said to my son last night. I go. Do you still play? When he mentioned he's teaching himself, I go. Do you still play your saxophone? He goes. No, no. He gave it to so and so. He gave like, it away. Well, yeah. some kid. Yeah. I go. We bought you that saxophone. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it was not cheap. Yeah, I just don't want it anymore. He's like, yeah. I'm. I'm kind of done playing it. I was like, cool. <laughs> but you got really good, and that's an. That's not an easy. A saxophone is a very difficult instrument to learn. And he goes, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of done with it. We gave it to some. Neighbor kid who's coming up and wants to play the saxophone. Like, I remember was this kid? Did this kid give you money for it? No, it cost no. me a lot of money. Out of his own heart. I'm just buying things. People give them to other people. I'm like, give it to me. I'll teach myself the saxophone. You made money. You got a million dollars. You learn to play harmonica and saxophone. I am learning to play everything. My golden rule, though, is I'll, I don't want to play in any instrument that I have to drain. Oh, tell me you like that word. You have to drain pianos. Not, not if you're doing Depends it, Depends right? on how you play them. Yeah. Yeah. All that piano wire can cut you up. I, uh, I am so, so musically untalented. 
It's I have no inclination. I can't do anything. I can't really? sing. I can't play. How an do you instrument. know this? I've tried. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think anybody could learn to play an instrument. I mean, the yeah, triangle. if I gave it enough, yeah, right. You get the triangle. I did, It was just never something I took. And you're interesting. playing tambourine. I played. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's, it has more to do with the fact that you no instrument like spoke to you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in elementary school and middle school and stuff, I feel like you're in elementary school. You got to try a bunch of different ones. We played the recorder. I tried the cello for a while. Yeah, we never did that. We never had. It was part of our music class. We got to like try like a different instrument for a week, and then some kids stuck with it, and then that's how you became like yeah. in band and stuff. Because I never played in school, but I knew like from single digits that I wanted to play the drums. Like my grandma bought me my first drum set. Yeah. We did. Uh, we had to do the recorder. Yeah, I had to play the recorder. Which I wasn't, I mean... Nobody Nobody's it. good at Except it. It's just, like, yeah, right? Yeah, I never I could played. probably still play Hot Cross Buns on a recorder. I think everyone can. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I, 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 I never played the recorder. I could teach you to play Hot Cross our music, Buns. Our music class... In a commercial break. Our yeah. music class was our teacher playing piano music. As I was watching my daughter's choral concert last night, just extraordinarily talented kids. My daughter has an amazing voice. She had a couple of solos in this thing and they're doing some contemporary pieces or doing some old, like madrigals, renaissance type, just really, really talented kids. And this woman is sitting there playing the piano in certain pieces for accompaniment, obviously. And I was thinking about when I was in music class where they were trying, because one of the songs they did was a Curtis Mayfield song last night. It's called, I think I forget what it's called. It's called It's Alright or It's Gonna Be Alright or the whitest rendition of this song I have ever heard in my life, okay? But that's fine. It's high school, whatever. They're not trying to funk it up. But you're going to do a Curtis Mayfield song. To me, it was kind of a weird pick. And it cast my mind back to when my like first grade music teacher, or whenever I would have been a little bit older in first grade, she was going to hippen up music class, so she brought in the sheet music from the new Police album, which had every breath you take on it. Mm-hmm. I think it was synchronicity. So I would have been twelve, whatever you are in when you're twelve. And Sixth she was grade. Oh my god. And it was just like playing the police on a piano and her trying to like, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. as an adult, you go, that's a stalking song, one. Like we didn't know. <laughs> right. Just to put you know, everybody's into the police back then. So <laughs> you didn't stick with it. Stick with what? I don't know that story. Music? That story. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, like, if you, you know, if the, if the instrument speaks to you, then you're going to learn to do all kinds of different things with it. Nothing spoke to you. No. Yeah. Because I, I, I had no, I had no interest when I started. When I learned enough to play the drums, I had no interest in playing in school right. or walking around with a snare drum strapped right. around yeah. my neck. I was like, I want to be in a band. I want to start a band. I want to play in a goddamn band. See, I, I, from a young age, I was always in plays and stuff, like any kind of. Uh, any kind of thing that we had going on for school, like um, yeah, plays and talent shows, and but I would do like goofy things, and uh, that's something that I always liked until I started cheerleading in seventh grade. I had to pick between plays and fall cheerleading, and I chose cheerleading. You picked instead. cheerleading mm-hmm. over. I had more performing. friends. I had more friends that were in sports and stuff, so oh. I could cheer for my friends that mm-hmm. were playing football. I could cheer with my girlfriends. Travel with the team. Mm-hmm. I only joined orchestra I, because but I, up they until, traveled. Up until then, I had always done plays. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not weird to not play an instrument because plenty of people don't. I can't imagine not playing an instrument. And my parents never pushed it. Like my dad plays guitar and piano, but my parents, strangely enough, my mom sang and my mom played the drums. That's kind of how I got started. But it's like my parents aren't particular. They weren't pushing that on us. Like there's a piano in my in my parents' house. 
you know. I but did, they never pushed us, to, you know, to I, do that. I did some piano lessons when I was in like probably fifth or sixth grade, but the teacher and the recitals and stuff like that, I didn't enjoy. Like I liked the piano and I was pretty like I was getting better at it, but because I didn't like who was teaching it to me and the class and like the I just never got into music. Well, and all and I, I wish so- I would have stuck with it more and just kind of taught myself more. But in band class, I saw people like drummers, they were each playing one part of the drums. drums, I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's not drumming. I'll play the whole kit. Yeah, Yeah, my my mom, she pretty much (laughs) made me. Now if I could play piano, I'd play one part of the piano. (laughs) (laughs) You only play the the white white keys. keys. The white keys or the black keys. Yeah, the black keys. Do you know where Denison University is? Yeah, Yeah, I had friends that went there. I have a friend that went there. Ramon went there for a little while. Never even heard of it. Me either. But Jennifer Garner went there. Yeah. It's outside Columbus? Is Mm -hmm. that where? Okay. She spoke. She was their commencement speaker at their graduation uh, over the weekend. She graduated there in 1994, and she came out to give the graduates some life tips. I love these commencement speeches. I don't remember what school it was. I don't think it was Ohio State. I can't remember if it was local or not, but like, it might have been UW-Madison. Like, they got J.J. Watt from the Houston Texans. Well, he went there, so that would make sense. He did go there. Yeah. Oh. But still, you know, I mean, oh, do everything you can do. It's like, okay, bro. They should get Cardi what? B. <laughs> None of you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, okay. Here's Jennifer Garner giving her tips to the graduates. When it comes to Halloween costumes, go funny over sexy. Why would you dress like a flirty nurse when you could be a mailbox? Nothing looks better in your 50s than sunscreen in your 20s. Don't walk down the Grand Canyon to see what it looks like from the bottom. Don't smoke. What? And don't vape. I'm sorry, somebody has to say it. Mixed signals are not mixed signals. They're a no. If you're a woman, and pardon me for being binary for just a second, this stage has been set. The world is yours to grab. Go out and get it, girl. Finally, stay close to your friends from college. I mean, at least those are specific things. Mm -hmm. They're weird and random, but at least they're specific things. Steve Carell went there, too. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Denison? Yep. It says says notable alumni, and he's one of them. Is it it a performance school, or? No, it's just a... Regular liberal arts college, I really? believe. Yeah. Damn liberal to, arts! I used to smash a girl that graduated from there. Come on. What? It's not more liberal than Oberlin. Just saying. Your single connection to Denison University <laughs> is that smash. you used to have sex with a girl who graduated from there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it was what her Garner. degree was? Uh, it was Jennifer Carter. <laughs> That'd be great. All she kept talking about was how she hated Ben Affleck. She just wanted to be a mailbox for Halloween. That's right. Put a letter in me. Her signals weren't mixed. And that letter was D. (laughs) (laughs) Biology. Biology. Biology major. What do you do with that? She's trying to be a doctor. So that was her undergrad. So she wasn't like pre-med. Well, it's pre-med biology degree. So you were were offering yourself as uh, a a laboratory specimen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Study me. There you go. That's what he said, and he uh-huh. laid starfishing on the bed. That's he said. Study me before we smash. Three five one nine two. If you want to send me a text, 
AlanCoxShow.com, all the other stuff. Don't miss the, this week's Christie's Instagram hotties. Planner hot. Those are there, provided uh, for you. They're hot. Every Monday, for, uh, through the tireless efforts of one William Squire, mm-hmm. uh, Esquire. Uh, tomorrow, top of the show, I will have full info for you uh, for the first Alan Cox Show bar crawl of the summer. Uh, it's right around the corner. We'll tell you when and where and how to join us for that. Uh, comedian Jay Farrow back in the room tomorrow. He's doing the weekend at Hilarities. Are you on any of the Jay Farrow shows? No, I am headlining the Funny Stop this weekend. Oh, First right. show is tonight at uh-huh. 8 p.m. And actually, if you call 330-923-4700, you can get free tickets oh, for tonight. Boy. Just mention my name or WMS that you heard it on the radio, and you'll get free tickets tonight, too, for one tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Josh. bummer for you that Jay Farrow's going to be in here tomorrow promoting his shows. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Just, because there's some just Akron people that listen. Friendly competition. Yeah. There's some Cleveland people that listen. Yeah. And you guys should definitely go out and support Mary. Thank and you. And go see her at the Funny Stop because she is absolutely hilarious. But if you don't live down that way, maybe you're in like, I don't know, a suburb of Cleveland like Berea. Yeah. You could see her on Sunday with me at Fat Guys. Oh. 7 p.m. doors, 8 p.m. show. $10 in advance. We go to BillSquire.com to get those tickets. Mm-hmm. But also, go see Mary at the Funny Stop. I'm going to try and go down on Friday. Yeah. So, what you're saying, and if I'm hearing you correctly, and I think that I am, is that you could see Mary for free or see her with you for $10, which means you are worth $10. Yeah. I am worth $10. Well, yeah. she's worth... I'm worth money on Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Two, I'm worth two for one Full tomorrow. price on Saturday. Full price on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got you to gotta think, man. Good for you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Full price. Full price on Saturday. I'm, Sorry, guys. I knew you would do it. I know. I knew you'd do it. And the more people who show up, the less I have to um, explain myself to Pete. So, that would be great if you guys come and say, hey, we love Mary, too. He said, we're all the people. Oh, mad at me? yeah, we're all mm-hmm. people. Uh, so Jay will be in tomorrow. Our buddy Steve Byrne will return to the show uh, shortly. He's going to be pimping his new documentary about the amazing Jonathan. You know oh, really? the amazing Jonathan? Yes, I love I the amazing. I love this guy. I don't know. I forget if he was on Star Search back in the day. I think he was. I saw him in a club one time 20-some years ago. And um, his wife, he was a... An illusionist. Mm-hmm. And part stand-up, part illusion, but he would do like these really gross illusions. Look funny. Yeah. And Steve Byrne, who was your headliner for this year's Alan Cox Show Comedy Tour, uh, he has directed a, a film called Always Amazing, The True Story of the Life, Death, and Return of the Amazing Jonathan. Uh, that will be premiering very soon. That's exciting. I didn't know he was doing that one because he talked about the other movie that he was working on. Mm-hmm. But uh, Opening Act one. is yeah. his uh, film that's going to be coming out soon. So he's got a lot of stuff... A lot of irons in the fire, as they say. So Steve will be joining us uh, probably in the next week or so. And uh, what else? Stephen Colbert is number one in late night. And you'd probably never hear him toot his own horn because he's almost uh, he's almost overly deferential. You know, it used to be late night wars back in the day where it was Carson against Letterman. But now, the, like, the new breed of guys is kind of... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, yeah, hmm. it, it's fine. We well, don't care. Really I mean, it wasn't Carson versus Letterman because they were on in different spots. I think Car- wasn't Carson against Letterman at some point. No, it was always Letterman against Leno because he, Letterman didn't get his show on CBS until okay. Leno was officially yeah the whole the, debacle yeah, with yeah, yeah okay right so Leno so Carson basically against a revolving door of other people trying to dig into Carson yeah no and nobody Alan, could nobody could yeah. Alan Thick and Pat Sajak and all these people Arsenio Hall I think got the closest yeah. to cutting into Carson. So Arsenio had a good run. Yeah, so Leno and Letterman. Um, Conan, you know, in the mix. Anyway, uh, it's been a long time since CBS has outrated The Tonight Show. But Colbert did it. He's got the number one spot. I was kind of surprised at this, actually. Uh, He's got the number, and I love Stephen Colbert. I just didn't know that he was doing that well. Uh, He's got the number one spot in late night for the under 50 viewers. A lot of people who are over that who just go click tonight show. They don't care who's hosting. Um, so Colbert is number one in the money demo. Last time that CBS late night was number one was in 1994. Jeez. Whoa. See, Letterman made three times the money that Leno did, but Leno always beat him in the ratings. So Letterman was like, yeah, I'm, it's it's fine. <laughs> I'll deal with it. I'll right. deal with it. He was making $30 million a year. Leno was... Jeez. I mean, Leno was making great money. Good Lord. But, but Leno, Leno was this guy who... Well, everybody knows, it's famous, mm-hmm. that he would sock away his stand-up money or his Tonight Show money or something. He'd live on his stand-up money. Yeah. Because he was still doing stand-up all the time. So he was... Very famously, Leno would say that he never spent any of his Tonight Show money. So... And he was such a company boy that he's like... When they come to him and go, hey, we we got to take a cut, whatever, because of this and that, he go, okay. So Letterman, anytime Letterman's contract came up, it was always a lot more contentious with CBS. So Letterman always made more money than Leno. He just didn't beat him in the ratings. So it's been 20-odd years since CBS has been number one in late night. Now, again, the landscape has gotten so fractured that this isn't as important as it used to be. Um. But they also have the most number of viewers overall. Well, good for them. Yeah. That's, awesome. that's cool. I should do that like Jay Leno. What? Just live off of his stand-up money. You have to make stand-up money to live off His of stand-up money. Oh, his stand-up money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill very famously also lived off Jay Leno's stand-up money. <laughs> I feel like many people could. Right. It makes a lot. I feel like I should start doing that and just start saving all my stand-up money. Like, that's the... Like, I'll live off of this and then all the... Because I make a good supplement to my income doing mm-hmm. stand-up and that's why i do it so much so if i start saving all that and not counting it as like my income you don't already do that off not really really and i should yeah i mean it's not like i'm not spending any money right now i'm saving pretty much everything like what i do is i don't spend any of my cameo money yeah oh yeah yeah that's smart <laughs> any of my zero cameo dollars that is all socked away mm-hmm. in an account that currently has eight bitcoin a zero balance <laughs> Um, you know, regular listeners to the show, and and um, it's probably popped up in a sum of show. Uh, I can't recall how long ago this was. It was a while back um, when our own Bill Squires' eye stopped working. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mid show. Yep. That was an Erica show or a Mary show. That was an Erica, Erica show. show. Erica show. Because mm-hmm. Erica asked me if I had any allergies. 
Right. That might cause me to go blind. And I said, I'm not allergic to seeing. <laughs> Still funny in the moment. I'm glad you could keep a sense of humor during that. You still paying the bill for that, by the way? No, oh, it's not done. Wow. Was your right eye or your left eye? Right eye. It was your right eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel B. from the Spice Girls had the exact same thing happen to her. she allergic to seeing, too? No, she had a medical emergency where she could not see out of her right eye, and they determined that she had eye herpes. That's not what I have. <laughs> you sure? Are you sure? I don't have eye herpes. Are you sure you don't have he eye kept, herpes? Oh, he had that quote-unquote sty for a while. That was, that was probably a, other eye. That was probably a herpes outbreak. Other eye. Mm-hmm. Is it right? Okay. All right, tell me about eye herpes. Mel B., they said that, I mean, in, I don't know what it's called medically, but the shorthand is that she had eye herpes. And she went blind in her right eye. For how long? Forever? No. I think she might have uh, her sight back. But she was in... uh, Mine only went away for a few minutes. What's that? Mine just was gone for a few minutes. Hmm. Severe iritis... Iritis, iritis, I don't know. It's eye herpes. I mean, you know, what do you want? She ended up going to the some hospital in London, and then she ended up going to the Mayo Clinic. She's getting the I guess so they put mayo on her eyes. Hmm. Um, Is that a cure for herpes? Mayo? Mayonnaise. Yeah, I think any medical professional will tell you uh, that if you have a herpes outbreak, the first thing you want to do is get yourself some uh, Heilman's. But real mayo, not Miracle Whip. Not Miracle no, no, Whip. that's... Zesty sandwich spread. Right. Mayonnaise would be... Real mayonnaise. Hellman's. Hellman's. Or Heinz. Does Heinz make mayonnaise? Of course they do. Uh, Hellman's mayonnaise, sure. Whatever Mm -hmm. you like. Uh, It's a condiment. Heinz does it. And you apply it liberally. I believe the verb I hear most often is slather. Slather your sores. That's right. Oh, Hellman's. Slather your sores. (laughs) You want to fart your farts and slather your sores. <laughs> That's right. So you want to treat that thing hungry. like it's a rack of ribs, uh, and you are trying to mayo off your herpes. When Dr. Berglund is back on the 31st of this month, uh, which I guess is a week from tomorrow, uh, I will get him to... Uh, I'm sure he'll be happy to corroborate what I'm telling well, you. Well, you know why? I mean, I've heard that if you have lice, you put mayonnaise in your hair. Yeah. It suffocates the lice. Why wouldn't that work for herpes? Suffocate the sore. Do you suffocate herpes? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Mary be the herpes expert. I'm guessing. These are all hy- hypotheses. No, herpes expert. Yeah. I'll be your herpes well, expert. Mel B says that they told her it will take three to four months to fully get it under control, whatever she's got. I don't think that I've ever heard about the drowning lice in mayo. You've never heard that? You've never heard that? No. I've heard that. I've heard that. No, no, no. Mayonnaise. I've heard you wash your hair in spaghetti sauce or tomato juice when you get sprayed by a skunk. I've never heard. Why is everybody running out to get rid then? The combs and the shampoos and crap. If you could just put mayo in your hair and get the lice out. Well, all the other stuff is like kills it and gets rid of the eggs. And well, don't, don't you want to do that? Well, it's it's yeah, but I'm saying natural versus yeah. non-natural. So if you want to do it in natural, in your head. without using chemicals, you use mayo. If you want to use the other stuff and just get rid of it. Because well, my kids got lice. I had lice in bad. elementary school. And uh, I think they did the mayo thing on the office episode. Peanut butter. He had gum in his hair. No. Different. No. When did they have lice? Oh, when? Yeah. Because Meredith shaved Meredith their head. Meredith gave everybody lice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, it wasn't actually Meredith. Who did it? Was it Pam? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Jim and Pam. But yeah, it's mayo in your hair. It's supposed to like suffocate them, and then it makes your hair like 
they can't lay their eggs or something. Yeah. yeah. But why would you want to? Why wouldn't you just want to kill them outright? Because some people don't like using chemicals. It's like their brains. Yeah. There are chemicals in mayonnaise of some kind. It's a colloidal mixture. Yeah, but mixture, it's not I mean. like, you're not like putting harmful bleach chemicals into your head. Listen, man, if I have bugs on my scalp, I, I want to fry yeah, them I, I'm using the chemical stuff. Yes, yes. but I'm, I'm saying mayonnaise stuff. is another thing you can do. It's Who's? the same people who don't use deodorant because it's not natural because it's chemicals. Yeah, those people are same, freaks. Yes. And they stink. Yes. But it still exists. <laughs> so bad. I'm not going to bat for it. Okay. I'm saying that it's out there. All right. I've never heard of that. mad at me. Frontier like, medicine. I'm the one who did it. Well, you're the herpes expert. I figured maybe you were the lice expert. You slather your sores and you you just coat your hair and you drown the lice. I can only imagine just walking in like why does it smell like a deli in here? Oh, Monica, she has lice. (laughs) You don't wear it out. (laughs) She's walking around the house. She's walking around the house and like why why she got salad dressing in her hair? Oh, no, she has lice. We we just put mayo on it. Man, I'm not screwing around. If I, I don't know how it happened because it seems very, very rare that you avoid it now, but we never got lice in school. Neither of my older kids ever got lice in school. Knock on wood, I never got it That's what I'm saying. Knock on whatever, because... There was an outbreak. I never got it, but there was kids that did have it when I was in third grade, and yeah, my kids... They, oh, I, yeah, just assume, a I just assume It's a they, huge bummer. Right, I assume they would eventually get mm-hmm. it in school, and they just never did. Forget... I was going to say, forget lice. I, I know somebody that had scabies, and I stayed yeah. far away from them. I just saw I a news it. story about scabies outbreaks in some, like, Mm-mm. college or something. Like, that, that is a deal breaker. Like, I, I, one way to have me not be your friend anymore ever again is get scabies. To I never be your friend again. Ever again. Right. I got it after going camping. Uh, like, the the group of girls that I went camping with, we all got it. So one of them had it, and we were all staying in, like, a big uh, tent. Scabies? No, ra- lice. I almost said rabies. <laughs> oh, well, no. I, scabies, no rabies. I, I, thought, I thought you meant uh, scabies, because it's no, like a no, mite no. that burrows under your skin. Hell no, no, we were all sleeping in the same tent, and we don't know who yeah. had it or where it came. We were, like, ten. And uh, we all came home with lice. And I, you know, gave it to my sister and then came out at school. That's nah, less hot. Yeah. Ten-year-olds uh, <laughs> with lice is less hot than adult women sharing a tent. How about this, Alan? Yeah. Because yeah. yesterday I was in Michigan and I was watching the local news for a little bit. And this is where I heard about that scabies outbreak. It was not at a college. It was at a women's prison. Man, that's sexy. Because <laughs> you know, there's a lot of hot women in that women's prison, oh, boy. Yeah, especially. Oh, right there in Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Ypsilanti. There you go. Get tipsy it's and not, ipsy, baby. It's not ypsy, it's ipsy. It's ipsy. Tipsy, tipsy. and ipsy. That's when you right. drive past, that's how you know. Like, oh, you're 30 miles in because they have all the do not pick up prisoner signs. Yeah. Right? About to get to ipsy. Same with Jackson, Michigan. Scabbies. There's a prison mm-hmm. there, too. Get on them scabbies. Scabbies. Hello, ladies. Anybody got the scabbies? Scabbies. Scabbies. So yeah, okay. Well, I've I've never heard the mayo for lice thing. Uh, anything yeah. else you want to throw out there? Like you put uh, cinnamon on your crotch if you've got the clap. Or yeah, anything? that's yeah. the one. All right, <laughs> cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon challenge. Cinnamon clap, cinnamon clap. Also drives the ants away too. You put it's cinnamon crazy, yeah. around your uh, genital region. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of which, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but there we have had coincidentally. An inordinate number of conversations about oral sex on females lately. And I was looking at... I didn't even know you could do that. Have the conversation? No, do it to a lady. Mm. 
Now, if you go down there and it's covered in mayo, <laughs> run out the front door. That's all, also for crabs, yes. Well, it well, might be lice. <laughs> Cubic lice. Right. Anyway, this is in Louisiana that a woman was very upset because her friend, she brought a guy home. Uh, she says her friend. Uh, but she wanted him to perform oral sex on her. And he said no. And then she whipped out a gun and pointed it at him, demanded it again, and he still said no. He jumped out a window. His, oh, he's got a... How gross are you? That's... You can't even get a guy to go down at gunpoint. <laughs> at gunpoint. I'd rather die. I saw a meme of this. He jumped out a window. It made me laugh so hard. Oh, my God. Oh, I hope I can find it. What kind of Chernobyl meat wallet did she have <laughs> oh in her shorts goodness. where this guy jumps out the window under pain of death? He will not go down there and do she some work. She just wanted some loving. Oh. You buy it at the store. Hey, like, could you go down there? It's nope. Not the same. How about now? Points a gun at him. He jumps out the window. <laughs> she better have turned it on herself because there's no will to live after that. You can't get a guy to go down on you with brute force. <laughs> you should just kill yourself. That's all there's to yeah, Try to apply 50 foot pounds of pressure to the top of his head and you no, still run out. Right. Pull a gun out of the nightstand. Barrel to oh. his temple and he's like, I want to do it. That's right. Oh, what do you think now? Gotta get out of it. I hope I can find I this. I wish I could see a picture of this girl. I, that's what I want to find. Because... A picture of him, not her. No, no, her. No. Do you have the Do you have the Facebook article? No, I'm I'm looking at it on the smoking gun. Okay. Ironically, because there is a picture, and it's. I mean, I the think mugshot we, of the lady. I think we can they, imagine what he look or what she looks like. And they posted it, and they where say, is this? Florida? Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. They say, yeah. "Hey, why'd you post a picture of the guy?" And they go, "No, that's the mugshot of the girl." And oh, I that's the girl? That's the girl. With, like, short hair? And, yeah. Oh, that's the girl. Oh. Because they're like, nice how you post a picture of the guy and not the girl. And they're like, no, what's the mugshot of the girl? Oh, gross. Well, she looks like a dude. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Hmm. Man, I've, maybe, like that's, maybe that's what I should do. I should, that's how I, I shake off this dry spell, is I just get a gun. <laughs> you have people that will do it. Okay, just, but... I'm just saying. Bill's offering. Okay. I was going to say, I herpes uh, or whatever nickname is. Right. I am not uh, the queen of herpes. I don't have herpes. Can we put that out there really quickly? Mary Santor does not have herpes. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> on her genitals, just on her eye. <laughs> and now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Conform with all directives. Remember obedience pays. Screen. Remember, it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink unless you can double think. You'll vanish into the blue. Big Brother is watching you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.